I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Rich. I'm sitting here with Brent. How's it going? And Clint. Hey. And uh I just want to take a second to uh acknowledge something WWE's doing that is always irritated the piss out of me on live shows. Uh you know, it's a different experience altogether or whatever, but uh you always gotta go back and watch it again because you wanna see what the announcer said and uh what they added to the matches, what they took away, blah blah blah. And, but uh, it's Friday night, SmackDown, uh, the audience could hear the announcers talking. Since when have they done that? They've never done that at any live show. <clears throat> yeah, this is the this is the first one. That's like I still have no clue what the fuck they said it all out that we were at. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised when you guys ain't bought that on DVD yet. Yeah, we're waiting for a streaming site. Come on, Tony Khan. <laughs> It'd be easier. Yeah, cheaper. Probably not cheaper, but. I mean, it's, it's like 25 bucks on uh, AEW shop, but I don't know. <laughs> if you paid for a monthly service, it wouldn't be cheaper because you'd be continually pay, paying for just to watch the one pay-per-view, but it wouldn't be cheaper <laughs> to buy the DVD. Ain't you still paying for that one? <coughs> 25 bucks is too much. Like, so. we can get on here and watch uh, the poof match, right? I mean, I don't think so. Oh. Anyone you get through Bleacher Report, can't you rewatch it? I don't. I think you can like once or twice, maybe. But I think it's like within so many hours of it being on. I don't know uh, that you. Last can go time back I pulled it up, that. it was on there. It was the only one that was on there. Oh, well, maybe you can. Fuck, I don't know. So <laughs> I know if you buy anything off of Fight TV, you get unlimited views. I've never had the reason which to go back Tony, and watch that. So. Which Tony Khan <laughs> needs to put fucking AEW pay-per-views on Fight TV. That would make sense. Well, That's literally the that. only thing that you have access to rewatch in the whole AEW category. Well, you know, thing. Well, I mean, Dynamite's and Rampages. I, guess, but. <laughs> I watched Doctor Strange doing Eddie Kingston last night. But <laughs> <laughs> he took a fireball to the face no, or did he call no, in no, and no. talk to Jericho? No, <laughs> neither of those things. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no spoilers. Yep. No. Sorry. <laughs> He's the king of spoilers. What are you talking about? If you know anything no. about the poof match and watch Doctor Strange, and if you understand it, you'll you'll know it when you see it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right. So uh, the only thing you had to start the show with was talking about you can hear the announcers in the stadium. Normally we go yeah. off on a tangent some other way, and we're not. Oh well, that's not my fault. Y'all got y'all ain't tangent. What? <laughs> 
then Clint's just sitting over there chilling. Watching uh, uh, Konoshu take a shit up. What the hell did you just call him? <laughs> when he came out, it sounded like Kenoshu and T A K E S H I T A. Kenoshu Takeshita. It's Konsuke Shibita. <laughs> but okay. Where's the B from? Or Tushki. Or... God damn it. Now you're going to make it's me look okay, at the paper. Homie. <laughs> uh, I'm, take sure his, I'm sure his name's T-A-K-E-S-H-I-T-A. not Takeshita. T A K E S H I T A. No, it's uh, Takashita. Yeah, it's Takashita. <laughs> Ain't Kono, that what I said? It's, Kono, what I said. it's Konosuke Takashita. Yeah, take Shida. <laughs> That's what I said. And then in the match right before that, you had uh, Yuka Sakazawa or Sakazawa. <laughs> this is going to be the problem till September. What? Can you pronounce their names or not? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out the big guy's name. This is going to be a problem until September. What's going to happen in September to fix it? The door will close and they'll go back to Japan, and then fucking we can be back to American wrestling again. No, NJPW will be on national American TV. And Claire gonna take them? No, they just got rid of ROH. They don't want wrestling. <laughs> Thing is, Takashita's not even part of New Japan. ROH don't even got a fucking TV show. They're trying to fucking get their bullshit through on fucking AEW. Wow's got that. Uh, it's with CBS Viacom now. It's got a deal with CBS Viacom. Well, that's good for them. I'm it's glad. Air on uh, CW. CW's changing their whole whole game up. It's going to be including WoW. Interesting. With uh, I think it used to have women wrestling on there a long time with, ago anyway. Without Tessa Blanchard? Without Tessa Blanchard, apparently. I think it used to be on there a long time ago anyways when it was just the WB. Fuck, I don't know. It was on Fox, but I think it was on the WB for a while as well. I could be wrong about that, obviously. but I mean, I remember watching WoW on something like that back in the day. I'm pretty sure it was CBS. It was definitely on Fox on like the afternoon or like super late at night sometimes. Fox is weird, though, because they'd have WCW and fucking WWE and fucking all the... Well, they had, like, a WCW talk show, but then, like, WWE had, like, Metal on there and Jacked, well, which were... Like, I was they had Jacked and Worldwide was, a, was on uh, was on there. Was Harry like Saturn was the host for a while. <laughs> it's basically like a rampage, the WWE shows. It was, like, an hour show of all, like, the... <laughs> Clips. Or it was, like... What happened this week? And, like, two matches with, like, a tag team match of Dude You Never Seen and Too Cool. And like low key versus fucking Agula or some shit, you know. So it's kind of like when HBO used to have inside the NFL. As all the dark matches they'd have, basically they'd type them and then they turn a show into it, and then Fox would throw it out there for them. They make a couple extra dollars. USA used to have one on Saturdays for a while, but that's how I got into wrestling a lot was because Saturday morning wrestling, superstars wrestling on Saturdays or whatever. Uh, because I didn't have cable at my mom's house, so we'd go to grandma's house on the weekend. We could watch. Saturday wrestling, and then I got a recap of what happened on because basically they would show you Monday Night Raw on Saturday, kind of, and then throw you like one or two matches on Saturday as well. Um, and then they turned that into like a like a fucking weird back room show where they were like in the cable truck with them, and they'd have wrestlers in there, oh, yeah. promos and shit. Uh, Stone Cold went through there and leveled fucking everybody one time. It was cool as shit. Todd Pettengill, Jay Lethal is fucking shit up. He's a man, bro. All right, you got a drummer roll up for us? The rumor roll up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> expect more releases in the near future per Dave Meltzer. All right, well, I heard they're uh, 
they're giving their talent 90 days to progress, and if they're not, they're out the door. According to Randy Orton, they don't know shit. <laughs> well, Randy Orton, no. So you're going to have a lot more people getting injured in the first 90 days? Tony Khan just needs to open up his checkbook, I guess. Betting odds in Vegas are that Ronda, or in favor of Ronda Rousey winning the SmackDown Women's Championship at the Backlash pay-per-view. WrestleMania backlash. I'm sorry, we don't call it backlash anymore. It's, I didn't even know she was It's wrestling. the WB now. Ooh, that's weird. We were just talking about the WB. I talk a, we talk about this every week. And I didn't even I didn't even remember that they're having a match. It's an I quit match. Oh, even fucking more hardcore. Who's gonna pass out and not not quit? Or do you think Charlotte's gonna do the big tap out? She's tapped out before, so it ain't a big deal. But Ronda never has. They ain't gonna make Ronda Char- tap out. They Charlotte, if anything, Ronda will pass Charlotte, out. Charlotte didn't tap out at WrestleMania. According to her, they'll uh, if anything they'll make Ronda pass out and pull, try to pull the old Steve Austin. I don't, know. I don't even barely care. Figure eight so hardcore it made <laughs> her pass out. Did they count the three once she gets her down like that? Pass out from her legs hurting too bad. I mean, have you ever been in a real figure four? Oh yeah, it fucking hurts. Your legs. It she might make you pass out once and piss yourself almost <laughs> at least anyway. But when she arches her back or whatever, when they release all the fucking pressure. We should try it sometime. Dick, get down on the floor real quick. I don't. I know. You're going to be the only fucker in this room that could even possibly bend their back like that. <laughs> right. He's. I'm. He's. Gonna, I'm going to put him in it, and I'm going to bend my back upwards. We're going to see how his legs react. No, can't do it. I think there's going to be a lot of cracking and poppings with it. That's going to happen. It hurts a lot when I cross my legs to even see. I know I could do like almost everything these motherfuckers do ten times more than you motherfuckers could. <laughs> we should try. Just do it. Get on the floor right now. No, I'm just <laughs> If I knew you weren't going to get hurt, then yeah, I'd do it. Where's Alex when you need him, you know? <laughs> Lay on the floor, puppet. Let us put you in wrestling moves. <laughs> right, what do you uh, got next? Give, I hope that he ends his career with this shit. Yeah, break his spine. <laughs> Chucky T and his best friends break his spine. By the way, we're watching Rampage from last night at 4.30 in the afternoon. All day long, man. Nah, you haven't you haven't you haven't seen this part yet. I don't give a fuck, dude. Look at him just choking the fuck out of Chuck Taylor. His head is large. And his little yellow. He's seven four. He might be a little better wrestler than the great Kali. He looks like he's a little more uh movable. <laughs> yeah, fuck out of here. Oh fuck you, Orange Cat. What are you doing the superhero pose for? Oh, he's watching it. Look at I got you me. I'm fucking watching you, dog. And here comes Joe. He'll get his head crushed. Ooh, with a pipe. Oh okay. all right, Scott Steiner. More like aluminum pipe. If it's a pipe at all, it's probably cardboard they spray painted silver. <laughs> Look at the mohawk on that security guard. He's not a fucking AEW potential wrestler or nothing, is he? <clears throat> I want to be like Wardlow. Wardlow doesn't have these guys laid It out. looks like he fucking velcros his mohawk on before he goes out to wrestle. Look. Samoa Joe is definitely less Look at it. Don't look though. velcroed onto that guy's head. It don't even look like a real <laughs> fucking mohawk. Is that the end of this episode already? Oh, by God, that's some bullshit. <laughs> well when you're having that much fun an hour goes by pretty quickly oh let me tell you it was so much fun so it much was. fun i fucking didn't pay attention to half of it that's because you were pissed because hook tried to give or dan Housen tried to give hook potato chips no nah, i think they just could have ended it a lot better him choking out dan has and pouring the chips on was better than him I'm just throwing the bag down and walking away i thought that that him choking him out would have been way cooler right what else you got in this room or roll up hold on we gotta get some wrestling back on here first that's more important <laughs> than what you got going on not pawn stars did you watch young rock monday night Raw. no i ain't watched it yet oh dude come on oh come on fucking chill out it's uh, almost on again but <laughs> 
I'll watch two episodes and fuck. It's using my Wednesday thing. Uh, <laughs> so Brett Brett Hart's current deal with WWE is a merchandise deal. So if he wanted to go do shit with AEW, he can still go so do I, stuff with AEW. I hear that Tony Khan though is pissed at Dave Meltzer for that because he's been reporting it like it's fact that he can't do nothing. So Tony Khan's not even tried to contact him or anything. And like Bret Hart had to come out and be like, yo, no, I mean, you can hire me. Oh, for what though? To manage the FTR. Uh, do they mean? don't need a manager. Look at them. They'd love it. Sailing fly. I, they'd love it, but why do they need it? They're flying high right now. Yeah, Fucking Bret top, Hart would hold them back. guys. Bret Hart would hold them back. What's Bret Hart going to do other than stand next to him and go, eh, Canada. They don't have a. Are they old even guy. Canadian guys? Are they even Canadian? Every no. group on AEW's got an old guy. They're not even Canadian guy. <laughs> no, I think they're from. Buddy like, guy. I'm pretty sure they're from North Carolina. Right. What the fuck? They idolize them. He's better dude, off with Ric Flair. There's a lot of wrestlers that idolize Bret Hart. I like used to idolize Bret Hart when I was a child. I ain't from Canada or a wrestler. He don't. He ain't gonna be my manager. I don't need one. I'd rather stand on my own. They can both he, cut a promo. What the he fuck might if you pay him for? enough. You can just walk around with Bret Hart all day. I don't they, think they need to totally necessarily. They look different and, and less than on TV because they don't got an old guy following them out like everybody else. I don't think they need a totally. I just think it made them look more as a legit. Oh, they're look. They got totally. I mean, you know what? They got the stamp of approval. Dude, now. that's what I'm saying. So they that don't need badass. another. They don't need another legend with Spe- them now. Speaking of totally, they already he, got it. They already he, got the fucking four, bro. If they wanted to throw it up, they could. <laughs> Speaking of totally, he. Debut, he's debuted with his new faction or whatever at ROH is Supercard Honor, and we haven't seen shit out of it since. Yeah, that's good. It's good. He had so Brian, that, Brian Cage, yeah. He had Brian Cage and Talentless. a couple other big guys. That's it. And they crushed the crush defense. One dude with like an There's execute. a whole lot of shit we see one time on AEW, and they take fucking 10 years to get back around to it. One dude with like an executioner's mask or some weird shit. <laughs> it's like the fucking uh, Legion, or not Legion of Doom, but Dungeon of Doom or something that fucking they're trying to do in ROH. Speaking about that, I did read fucking Authors of Pain are wanting to get back into pro wrestling. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Malcolm Bivens was supposedly pitched as the first uh, manager for almost, and he was like, nah, fuck that shit. Um, so then that's why and that's why MVP is instead. But I think MVP is a way better fit than so technically what AJ Malcolm Styles would have been. been. Well, they were tag team partners. No, because he was and, still fucking managing him. <laughs> not because then AJ would have had to still be a heel, and they wanted him to be face, so they couldn't do that shit. But I'm saying technically, wouldn't AJ be his first manager for the most part? Because he took him under his wing and helped him. Nah, because he was like his bodyguard, and then they became a tag team. He was AJ's bodyguard. Remember, he was helping him from, from falling off the ring, and then oh yeah, yeah. Every time someone would go to jump over the ropes, Royal he'd stand Rumble, there and yeah. fucking be like, and they'd be like, "You're right, I'm scared of you." <laughs> and, you know, it was like always like fucking the street profits because I think AJ wrestled them like fucking probably him, him and AJ wrestled them like probably a hundred times over. <laughs> it just didn't seem to stop. I had, it was like one match and then it was happened for like a month long. That's that's what WWE does. It was like a best fucking be like okay April you're gonna wrestle this guy best hundred out of hundred and three <laughs> falls and then in, and then in June we're gonna switch it to this guy. And then in September, you can wrestle this guy. Yeah, like a best 100 out of 103 falls match. Ugh. It's very, uh, it's very, uh, I'm glad the, the pandemic's over and there's people in the crowd. I like to watch people acting a fucking fool when the wrestling's bad and the wrestling in WWE's case ain't been the best. Well, it ain't the wrestling. I guess it's more the writing. Yeah, anything. it's creative. It's not the wrestling. And the poor acting. It's like porno acting. <laughs> it's worse than porno acting, to be honest with you. And that's a sad, sad thing. Uh, let's see, WWE is saving Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre for a, quote, bigger show because 
WrestleMania backlash is uh, not. <laughs> Did not just mean that they're like ah fuck this. So show. it's gonna be a hell in a cell next month. I think they're fucked out about a lot of shows. Like remember when they threw that fast lane in a couple years ago in between a No Way Out and WrestleMania, and it was like <laughs> yeah. Roman Reigns for the title on the line. And yeah, but it's like obviously he's gonna be at the main event at WrestleMania. So why have this random <laughs> championship <laughs> match that you know that nothing? It was just WWE, you know. Figuring the uh, house show that I'm going to has. McIntyre and Roman Reigns is the main event for the Universal title. I'm pretty sure the next night at Hell in a Cell is where we're going to see it. Uh, Dave Meltzer has reported that Dakota Kaiser release came after WWE has determined that she's not fit for their vision of women's wrestling. Uh, she had a couple of tryouts uh, with Vince McMahon for the main roster, and he didn't like it, so that's why he released her. Not fit for their vision of women. Even in though, wrestling. What's even, that mean? Fuck, does Dave know that? Even though there was reports last week that Sounds they like released her to because be she told them that she wasn't going to renew her contract with them. That could be too, but you ever like, seen like the pit that he sits in and shit? Yeah, it's weird. There's papers all over the place and shit. <laughs> like, who even uses paper anymore, Doug? He's got yeah. like a 1986 computers in there and shit. <laughs> Dakota Kai is like, or she can actually wrestle. We don't want her. Get her out of here. So, do you think that he's just trying to make Vince sound like a huge dick, or until oh, he's never until, like Vince because Vince knows who he is. Until she does like a, a podcast or something and tells her side of the story, we won't know. I just heard Swerve Scott's on Jericho's podcast, which is kind of interesting. Well, the shitty part uh, is we won't see her for at least a couple months because she's not from this country, so she'll have to go back home and figure out her visa. Yeah, uh, Vince uh, Swerve Scott dude was legit hurt. Like he said, Vince McMahon told him personally, don't worry about it. You're good to go. We got you and all this. And then turned around and was like, pow, fucking fuck you, dog. You're fired. <laughs> but he's doing all right, obviously. So, uh, Stu Grayson was removed from the AEW roster page. Uh, when people are removed, they're basically gone. The site also says, we're going around is that his contract expired and the two sides didn't come on terms to a new deal. So Stu Grayson is no longer a part of AEW. And he's gone from the Dark Order. Big loss? Mm -hmm. Probably not. He's the Viking looking cat. The beginning of the end for the Dark Order. I think it already is. I think I think uh, CM Punk kills Johnny Hungy on fucking Monday or Wednesday night, and fucking that'll be the end of it. It'll be like when uh, Three Minute Warning killed uh, Mini Dust. <laughs> well, they uh, they got Anna J tag teaming with uh, Chris Statlander now instead of Ty Conti. So, I mean, they kind of broke that part of it up too. Is Ty Conti in the Dark Order? Unofficially. Now she's in the Sammy Order. <clears throat> uh, Vice TV's 2022-2023 programming slate uh, had rumors going around that the show that the uh, the Dark Side of the Ring show was canceled, but Vice tweeted that they're as committed as ever to the show and the franchise. Dark Side creators Evan Husney and Jason Eisner are working on a Dwayne Johnson produced series about territory days with Jim, Jim Ross. Jim Ross just started talking about yeah, the project is also going to be on Vice when it gets when it comes out. So that'll be sweet. Maybe Dark Side of the Ring is going to kind of evolve into something more. They have that. I mean, Dark is fucking ever. Dark Side of the Nineties, Dark Side of the NFL. Uh, I haven't watched well, those I mean, Dark Side of the NFL ones yet, but I've seen them on YouTube. You got to give those guys a while to go research whatever the hell show they were going to put together. Yeah. So you're not going to have a new show as quick as other shows. Be like, oh, we can't just write this because. You got to kind of research that shit or you're going to look fucking stupid putting it on TV. I watched their episode of uh, dramas of the 90s. They were talking about 90210 and Melrose Place and Party of Five and all that shit. Had all the actors from all those shows on it being interviewed. So, Tommy Dreamer. No. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> well, from that's, the from the some Lafons, bro. I was gonna say from the like the one, yeah, from like well, no, from like the one side of it, it kind of looked like Tommy a, Dreamer, uh, Sniper, and Recon. Some uh, Lafons. Yeah, they aren't getting no respect. Wait. They asked them last week's episode. They said, "Well, how come? How come you think the fans aren't getting into your guys' style of wrestling?" I said, "Well, you got us wrestling against the Legion of Doom. They come out. It's like coming out to the Yankees. You can't out. tell me from that angle, like right there, if you didn't see the ponytail. You could, <laughs> he's, he's got the same side profile as Tommy Dreamer. I'm just about to see LOD do work on these motherfuckers in a second. So that's why I'm like, is that Tommy Dreamer? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Brandon Thurston spoke on a recent episode of WrestleNomics Radio about his belief that WrestleMedia has a minority ownership stake in. Or, I'm sorry, Warner Media has a minority ownership stake in AEW. Uh oh, that uh, that goes against the fucking billionaire daddy fucking. Uh, Dave Meltzer replied to somebody on FW4's board or whatever. I guess you can... Uh, he also believes that that's the case. He said, put it this way. I've directly asked and it was denied. So they're not they're not answering that question when they're asked it with a straight answer. So maybe Tony... Maybe maybe Warner's already funding uh, AEW and you don't know it. Vince was funding ECW. You didn't know it. I, I, dude, I, I've been telling everybody since the beginning, like, like, oh, he's got so much more money. I'm like, no, his dad does. Like, there's an off, there's an off switch. Maybe, unless his dad's into it too, and you just don't know that. His dad don't say much, but don't mean into it. Especially now, if there's another con in the wrestling game. He'll be like, fuck this con. We've got to get him. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, there's an off switch if at one and two. Maybe they might have gold bars too, bro. You don't know. <laughs> Who knows what they got in their minds over there? They ain't making money yet. I can tell you that. They're in the red because it's a video game. Well, that's what I was about to go into next. AEW's console game is way over budget and required extra investment, according to Sports Game Sports Gamers Online's reporting. The source claims the relationship between Kenny Omega and Ukes isn't good, and Fight Forever may be a one-and-done arrangement between AEW and the developer because of your Uncle Kenny. <laughs> He's my Uncle Kenny? Yeah, you love him so much. Okay. <laughs> Why would you not just let, like, Ukes did a real good job at making them wrestling games. Why wouldn't you just let them, I mean, outside of control wise, unless the controls were just so complicated that it don't make sense. You do why realize you Ukes is the one that destroyed WWE 2K19 or 2K20, whatever the one that they fucking canceled. 19 was pretty good. Okay, I, I, was, they canceled was, that one because they 20. fucking r- tried to rush it out. I thought 20 is one that came out during the pandemic. Right? They were tried to rush it out and it had all the fucking problems and shit. Yeah. Ukes made it. That's not Ukes' fault. That's WWE's fault for pushing it out. And also, I do know that they were trying That's to use... That's not 100% Ukes' fault. They'd made the fucking game. WWE was trying to use a bigger graphics card. The, the graphics card they were using was from the PlayStation 2. They so didn't rise to Vince McMahon's expectations. The, the graphics their... shit they were using was from some sort of PlayStation 2 emulator that WWE wanted to use because it made it for you to be able to completely craft your character or whatever. Right, right. And Ukes needed time to develop it to make it better. And they was like, no, nah, we got to get this fucking game out. And Push it out and push it out, and they so Ukes is like, "All right, push it out." A deadline. I don't think that that thing can. That falls under Ukes' responsibility, dog. I Vince think, McMahon don't know nothing about coding. I think Vince McMahon was trying to have John Madden fucking feels, <laughs> and he ain't got him. I, I did read a uh, article that somebody put out that uh, was they were quoting Stephanie McMahon and uh, quarter or is that in quarter earnings? The first quarter earnings call this year. That uh, they plan on investing a lot more in video games, figuring they think that 80% of their fan base are gamers, and video games are the way to keep people interested. The success of the mobile games. 
So it's not 100% confirmed that Tessa Blanchard's gone from WOW. But her promo classes have all been canceled and she is not the lead trainer anymore. Uh, the person that owned WOW come out and said, if you're a Tessa Blanchard fan, you better learn Mexican, Spanish. So, well, there's well, that. She is, there's, there's she also, is married to Daga. There's also contracts and shit and breach contract and shit so they might have to let her wrestle shit and Lefem Nikita's coming up next yeah they talk about that in silk stockings and motherfucking pacific blue (laughs) Uh, but no uh, she's definitely her. they've taken her lead training job away from her and she's not in charge of the promo classes anymore at this point Uh, but it's not confirmed that she's completely done with the company yet so I would imagine she might still wrestle maybe in one match like their opening pay-per-view and then she might be gone she might be they might have committed and paid her already to wrestle and if they've paid her to wrestle they're going to keep her to probably do that at least so they can get their payment you would think people are going to come watch her no matter what he just took the ref out double suplex on fucking animal just landed right on the ref caught him from behind big jack dome like the wwe's old production shit where they couldn't fucking uh (laughs) tv was like scrolling up and whatnot WWE wants to run NXT Stay and Deliver event along with one of their SummerSlam Stadium shows. How you feel about that, Brent? They yeah. want to what? Run, run their NXT Stand and Deliver events alongside along with one of their SummerSlam Stadium shows. Okay. <laughs> so what you're trying to tell me is NXT is going to be in Nashville too? I guess. There's going to be a Stand and Deliver the night before SummerSlam probably, it sounds like, or the night after. I don't know. Depends on the summer summer Saturday, Saturday, right? Saturday night. So maybe Sunday night will be stand and deliver. Which why do they? I don't know. I don't get it. But well, I'll be back in Illinois by that point. Uh, Rhea Ripley has confirmed on Twitter that she's in a relationship with your uncle buddy Matthews. <laughs> Is everybody my uncle today? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna call him your brother, Uncle Buddy. I don't think you want to call him your brother because he sounds funny. <laughs> I mean, unless you'd rather he be your brother, he can be my brother. How does that make you feel? My brother, Uncle Buddy. How does that make you feel? You think he'll be a good boyfriend for the love of your life? No. (laughs) The apple of your eye? Seen a picture of her with super long hair from like when she first got into wrestling. I was like, damn. She's pretty good looking now. She's good looking now with the short hair, but with that long hair, I was like, fuck. Before she became all gothic? I mean, she was kind of gothic in the picture still, but she had really super long hair, and I was like, shh. I like that long hair, that short man hair. I just ain't, I can't get behind it. But she still looks good, shit. Uh, WWE has gave Damian Priest a new finishing move because he's not allowed to use the same one as Cody Rhodes. I think you said that shit last week, though, right? Or did we talk about that just randomly? In the uh, it was when we I were spec. You- it was when we were speculating that Cody was coming. Yeah, you brought it up. I think at some point. He, yeah, he's no longer using. His was called the Reckoning or whatever. But why don't they just let him use the fucking? Wasn't he basically using Scott Hall's Outsiders Edge for a few for like a? Why he wasn't. He, he wasn't that? in NXT. Yeah, wasn't. He was like a. Didn't he do his a little different? Like I think he like spun like get him like a. He like spin and then throw it, toss him off his shoulders or some kind of weird shit instead of just like. How's come nobody does that move? You think? Well, we're just now getting choke slams and power bombs back. Yeah, but it's Outsiders Edge. Like you think pump it's just because nobody's slam. cool enough to do that shit? I think it's been longer since you've seen a pump handle slam than an Outsiders Edge. Road Dog used to do that shit on the regular on Monday night. <laughs> or that was his move, bro. Now you do a pump handle like smash where they throw you over the shoulder and yeah. do it, and they're like, "Oh, pump handle slam!" And it's like you motherfuckers got it mixed up at some point. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's because it's bad, like bad wrestling schools, or, or or they just quit. I don't know. We're gonna simplify it. So we're just gonna call everything a pump handle sma- slam or smash or whatever. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. I used to love pump handle slam. I used it. 
Uh, let's see. So this Dick, you might like this one because I've been talking shit. Uh, Andrew Zarian from Matt Men has said that in WWE, people are extremely impressed with how uh, Morrissey looked at AEW Dynamite this week. They made him look like a bitch. Yeah, that's the what thing. What do you like, mean, So man. Impact wouldn't let him take the Powerbomb Symphony because... He didn't need more than one. That's He's a big guy. It would have killed his broken, maybe. That's what I'm saying is like... And Wardlow yeah. hit him with a thunderous enough one that... And he's bigger than Wardlow is. It was almost like Kevin Nash... if you Nash- get one Powerbomb and are done, is you're not as good to get three Powerbombs and be done? Yeah, but he does that shit. To, and the people that he does that shit to are noticeably smaller. Like, you can't even... I don't think you can compare, compare it to... What other big giant dudes like Morrissey has he slammed around like that? He didn't do that shit to fucking Murderhawk. So people can't bitch. That's just people being pieces of shit and talking shit on Morrissey. Impact I've been one of his biggest critics since he's came back to wrestling. I'm always like, this motherfucker's gonna break at any moment. I thought he looked fucking awesome in the match. They made him look good. He didn't He didn't win, obviously, but they made him look I didn't like when, he, when the crowd started chanting about Enzo and shit. He turned heel a little. With him as a big dude like that, you don't need more than one powerbomb. The J- jackknife powerbomb and the giant took one, right? Kevin Nash didn't have to do it six times, did he? But Kevin that Nash was thing, also though. the same size. Kevin Nash, or Wardlow and Morrissey aren't the same size. You look at them next to each other, fucking Morrissey's like this much, uh, at least a head and a half taller than Wardlow is. I know, but... The- and his arms are dragging the ground compared to Wardlow's. His arms are longer than Wardlow's upper half. <laughs> he looked like a giant, insanely they, fucking big giant made, human next to him. They made both impact wrestlers look like shit. Because Deanna Perrazzo... I don't think so at all. Perrazzo don't want to probably be a part of ROH. That's probably why she let that belt go. And she probably didn't want to be there. That's why her match sucked. No, and she wants to be in AEW. She wants her match right. with Britt Baker. She don't want to be in ROH, though. She might want to be in AEW, but not ROH. And Mercedes Martinez, I've never seen her put a good show on yet at all. I've seen her get knocked out real good one time. By Zayali. She got fired for it. But, you know, that's how the fucking... <sighs> that's how the apple falls in WWE. I'll be excited but about Morrissey when I thought the match out. with Morrissey and Wardlow was a really good match. And fucking... Uh, they should hire him. I, th- I think it needed too. to take more than one fucking powerbomb. As big as Morrissey is, as hard as he hit the fucking mat when he hit it, like, he, he don't need more than one. Did, if Im- motherfucker powerbomb you once, you would... What? Impact said that he couldn't couldn't appear on screen taking more than one. That was the edict from Impact. Well, that's a good thing, too, because I think Woo! him taking more than one would have made him look fucking weaker, to be honest with you. I think it would have looked more definitive, and his win had made him look stronger, like he had to have two to take him down. Nah. I think it may, I like think that's it, the whole reason you have the Powerbomb Symphony in the first place. Yeah, I kind of get. I don't think. I don't think he needs to do the Powerbomb Symphony every fucking night of the week, though. <laughs> well, it gets dude, a little out of fucking tune once he does it too many fucking times. To be honest with you, yeah, he uh, gets been sticky. surprising the fuck out of you though. Shit gets sticky, and what they got him doing right now, you don't need. He's waiting to use that Powerbomb. He's waiting to use that Powerbomb Symphony on MJF when he gets him in the ring. Watch. That's all that, ma- that's all that match will be when he gets him. Just fucking pop mashing of Powerbombs, dude. I guarantee it. You gonna, that's the symphony people are wanting. They're gonna, he'll give it to him when he gets MJF in the ring or fucking uh, Sean Spears again, whoever. So, so you think Morrissey's one and done? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If his, is his contract up at Impact anytime soon? I think he anybody? just signed a new contract. His contract was up, and they made a big deal about it, and he's wrestling without a contract. <laughs> uh, so Jeff Hardy's uh, working with an injury and that's why he looked like he was a little off during uh-huh, the match that's with why. fucking Bobby Fish no that's not why he's a fucking old ass oh no up. you guys were d- fucking hyped up I about said, the Hardy boys chance. fucking return in the I run I said give him a chance blah, 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 blah. I gave it to him 
And fucking Bobby Fish should have went over. I've been fucking out on it day fucking one. I told you motherfuckers, <laughs> both of you. It's a sad, sad occasion. I haven't opened my mouth. Sad, sad occasion. Now, you don't got to. It shows you on your face, Brent. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see how unimpressed you are by the Hardys in AEW. Kind of. Their new shirt is kind of neat looking, though, ain't nobody it? See I'm over. Face I'm over. I'm over Matt Hardy. I like Jeff Hardy. Fuck Matt Hardy. He and can't I'm tired do the delete of, without and, holding and, his titty. And, though, and I'm tired of the fucking delete bullshit too. And Jeff Hardy can't do the delete without holding his titty. I think I'm a bigger Matt Hardy fan than a Jeff Hardy fan. Jeff Hardy is not Chris. I do like their new like shirt a little bit. Though. Everything looks sloppy as shit. You see the shirts they're wearing on Wednesday night or. Yeah, Wednesday night. I don't know. I thought they were kind of neat looking shirts. So I'm, I'm down with that shit. But the rest of it, I don't care for. That's one thing AEW does good, though, is they make good shirts. I can't say that much. Uh, so in the near future, Fox uh, is preferring to have exclusivity over wrestlers on their TV yeah, show. They don't want the reason we're going to have a brand so. split forever. Stupid uh, ass. Unless they're going to just completely have everybody back and forth all the time, then they're going to have to start keeping everybody on one show, and the champion's just going to keep going back and forth to another company unless they decide to have Roman lose one of them belts and then have fucking... He can't just lose one, can he? I mean, I guess he can, but... If you, yeah, if you only put one on the line. Well, if he's wrestling for Raw, I bet the Raw title's on the line. If he wrestles for SmackDown, the SmackDown title's on the line. I watched but Kenny Omega do it, so... He wrestles Cody, like Cody was talking about, both belts, and then we have just one, the Winged Eagle, bring it back. I'm with it. I'm with it. I don't know about you guys, but he was on Busted Open this last week. She got arrested. Yeah, she fucking smashed into a car and killed somebody, bro. Well, the toxicology report come back, and she was definitely fucked up, so they arrested her. Whew. Looking good in that stone cold shirt right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, she'll probably get 30 to, 30 to life for that. How many times has she been in trouble now? A lot. So A lot, a lot. You know. Too much to even keep up with. Like, fucking probably like 60 times in the last five years. Uh, so Brock Lesnar in some areas has been advertised to be at uh, WrestleMania Backlash in a match against Roman Reigns. Uh, that's totally not happening. Um <laughs> WWE fucked up in some states, I guess, and pushed that Brock Lesnar was going to be appearing in a match against Roman Reigns rematch from WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, they accidentally. At WrestleMania backlash. Uh, so got people to, they're thinking it's got a bunch of people to buy, a bunch of people are mad because, you know, they bought all the tickets. They're going to hate me. I got this to, much more money because I advertised Brock in this area. Like, oh, accident. sorry, we're doing Bloodbun versus Drew McIntyre and fucking RK Bro and shit. Sorry. <laughs> we probably won't see that Brock until. Maybe money in the bank, <laughs> which is funny because the next is uh, the bloodline versus Slam. the next one is the bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and RKO was always the plan for WrestleMania backlash. <laughs> <laughs> was always the plan. Uh, it's not clear at this point if they will ever do a tag title unification match, but um, <coughs> the Street Profits were on Corey Graves' podcast this last week, and they said they want it. Uh, fucking RK Bro wants it. Uh, basically everybody wants the fucking title unification to go down for the tag team championships too and I don't see why they shouldn't they don't have enough tag teams for two titles anyway the match is a tag team unification match uh, are you sure mm-hmm okay that's how they've been announcing it for like three weeks uh, I'm right here it's, this is t today but it says that it's unclear if the title if it'll be a title unification match or not. So I maybe it's not. Maybe they change it again. It's WWE. I mean, Maybe they could have, but they've been announcing it as a title unification match. I'm getting very uh, 
cartoony here lately with their shit. I'll look at the card. WCWS. I mean, I got it wrote down, but that means it could change, so. Yeah. Okay, uh, last one. Uh, Ringside News says that the 2022 WWE draft is scheduled for w- for September. Oh, who cares? Oh, boy. Who gives a shit anymore? It just gives us a reason to have a draft. <laughs> 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 Fucking stupid. But what am I looking at? WrestleMania Backlash? That's the last one for the for Title unification. Let's see. This was 10 hours ago. Last thing that, I, that comes up. So let's see. Uh, boom. Now it says no titles will be on the line. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, make up your goddamn minds. It's WWE for you. <laughs> That's funny. Let's add Drew and Roman and then say, fuck it. <laughs> Brock might be there, but no titles on the line. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Brock's not going to be there. <laughs> or maybe that's how they ruined the end of the match. Brock shows up. I don't even want to watch it now. Wins all four tag team titles. I told you Cody and Seth's the only reason to watch it. Cody's going to be the only reason to watch WWE shit for a while, which is funny because it's Cody. I got high hopes Cody. for Lacey Evans. She finally made an appearance, like live appearance last night. Yeah. All right, so Clint's rumors roll up is over, so I guess we'll jump into the Indie Mud Show report. And now, the Indie Mud Show report. So let me grab the clipboard. I love some of these signs in the crowd. Our foundation rules! Hi, Jeremy. Wade! China hurt me. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just change that to a non-title match? No, I wrote down what time we are on the podcast, so it makes it so much easier for me to edit it. (laughs) Why? I'm just, (laughs) I'm just wondering. I say I'll correct you if you fuck up. Will you? (laughs) I appreciate it. Where you guys want to start at? Oh, I don't even know if I watched. I don't even think I read anything interesting that happened on Indies. I don't the think anything important happened in the Indies or NXT. I can start with New Japan. Old man Action Jackson, guys. The only thing I've seen is going to GCW. All right, Action Jackson. Well, that means Nick Nick Gage is probably going to try to kill him. <laughs> uh, last Sunday morning, New Japan had a show. Uh, it's their Don Taku show. Phew. The pay-per-view in between the uh, New Japan Cup and Dominion. Uh, brand new IWGP Tag Team Champions, the Bullet Club. Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens won the Tag Team Championships. Tamatanga ended up beating Evil for the Never Openweight Championship. Got a brand new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, Bullet Club member Taiji Ishimori. Uh... You had uh, Tanahashi taking on Ishii for the vacated United States title. Uh, Tanahashi's the brand new United States champion. Uh, World title stayed the same. Okada beat, I'm pretty sure he wrestled Naito. Dontaku means holiday, by the way. And then uh, the really interesting part, how... In Dutch it means Zondag. That's how it's pronounced. I don't know what the fuck you're even talking about. The name of the pay-per-view. Don't talk. You didn't hear him? 
I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> in case anybody from America wanted to know what Don Takuman said, I pretty it. sure it was a. You lot. just called a motherfucker take a shit, eh? That's what his name spelled like. Then <laughs> you're correcting people. Not America. I didn't correct him. I said, I'm just letting everybody know what Don Taco so, means. Was it was it last week or two weeks ago that you said Juice Robinson was no longer, or wasn't re-signing with New Japan Pro Wrestling as part of the rumor roll-up? Oh, okay. Uh, now he's with the Bullet Club. He decided to stay, huh? Yeah, he's the newest member of the Bullet mm-hmm. Club. Probably fished around in the United States, and he was like, nah, dog. He'll never he's be a champ. He's from Oglesby. Cool. He uh, ended up attacking Tanahashi, and is it next? Yeah, next Saturday night, uh, New Japan's running an American show in Washington, D.C. Main event is Tanahashi defending the United States title against Will Ospreay, John Moxley, and Juice Robinson in a fatal four-way match. Hmm. That would be a good match. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh we can jump to uh, Impact Wrestling. They were literally just building Under Siege, which is tonight. So I'll just give you a quick Steven run. Steven Seagal going to be there? Yeah, he is. Hopefully. That would be key for my wrestling company. <laughs> Paying that motherfucker five grand to do a show. Are you going to have some motherfucking shit Ooh, called five. Under Siege and not have fucking Steven Seagal be there? Five grand. He's got to be in Steven Seagal, bro. It's probably at least five grand. I don't know where you look at for bookings you, for people. You also got to have at least five. You also got to have Tommy Lee Jones. I bet you he's a 12er. I bet you he is. <laughs> right. The card for Under Siege. Yeah, Violent by Design. Rental. What? Nothing. What'd you say? <laughs> I was trying to do a good impersonation, but it was terrible. He ain't good at impersonations like he thinks he is. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Violent by Design taking on the Briscoes for the Tag Team Championships. Uh, Taya Valkyries defending the AAA Women's Championship against Diana Perrazzo. Tasha Steeles is defending the Knockouts Women's title against Havoc. You got Chris Saban taking on Steve Macklin. You have Alex Shelley taking on Mike Bailey. Oh, Alex Shelley's sticking around for a little while, huh? And then you have Josh Alexander defending the Impact World Championship against Tomohiro Ishii. Is that still going on, though? Because he's got in a car wreck, right? Who? Josh Alexander. I think that happened this morning. Fuck, I don't know. They, this thing probably is already recorded. Got into a car wreck in Japan? Uh, that's like the last thing I read before I come over here. Should have been Alexander. fucking around staying in America. I don't know if it's happening or not. That's what's on the card. Or is it happening in America, that pay-per-view? It's here. Oh. God. Motherfucking... Sunday drivers on Saturday. My seven-year-old thinks it's lame to tell me he loves me. I always tell him and say, we say I love you just in case we never get another chance. We say it as much as we can. This is why. Tell your people, whoever they are, everyone's fine. Seconds or inches saved us. We are very lucky. He'll probably be there. Okay. Hmm. Well, best wishes to Josh Alexander then. Then we can go to uh, NXT 2.0 Spring Break-In. <sighs> I hate can't, the name. Can't put no G on it. It's breaking. I don't know what kind of breaking it is. Are we breaking something? Or are we going spring breaking? As I don't know, but you're not talking into the microphone, so you're not getting picked up. Oh, well, that's bullshit. You've done that multiple times during this show. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you should stop saying that until 3 in the morning. Well, it wasn't quite 3, was it? I don't know. <laughs> Sounded good. Pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was in bed by 2.30. No. No? Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Pretty close. 
<laughs> right, north the fringe of three, buddy. North American Championship. You had Cameron Grimes, Carmelo Hayes, Solo Sokoa. Cameron Grimes retains the North American Championship. Nathan Frazier, who was Ben Carter in AEW for like three matches, the Seth Rollins kid, went against Grayson Waller, got his first win. We had a uh, family truce at the sit-down between Legado Del Fantasma and Tony D'Angelo, which I'm pretty sure the truce is over because, uh, was it AJ, was he Galante, Galante? His dad was a gangster or whatever, the uh, Thrashers, the hockey team or whatever. Hmm. Uh, he got thrown in a fucking vehicle by Legado Del Fantasma and taken away. <laughs> uh, you had... You had Corey J. Did he get dumped in the desert? Uh, we don't know yet. We'll figure it out in a couple weeks, probably. Had uh, Corey J. and Nikita Lyons taking on Italian Lash Legend, which uh, just a showcase to uh, show Nikita Lyons side skin. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you had the Viking Raiders taking on the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers might be splitting with. Uh, Roddy Strong figuring he cheated to get them to win, and then they didn't realize it until after the match. They're like, we don't do that. <laughs> it's like, bullshit, you guys are a heel faction. Uh, then you had Braun Breaker defending the championship against Gacy, and Braun Breaker's still your NXT heavyweight champion. Uh, actually, at the end of the show, after it went off air, he was attacked by more fucking monk people and then dragged off. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> then they've next week on NXT is the start of the women's breakout tournament. They're doing the first one for the women and uh not sure how many are actually gonna be in it. I'm gonna say probably eight. But uh Santina Morello's daughter's in it. Don't remember what exactly her name is right now. But I mean all the little vignettes they've been doing for the women have been pretty good so we'll uh see what happens there that's our indie mud show report for this week i mean not a whole lot of shit happened on the mud shows it's a slow time of year for indie wrestling i think yeah i didn't have anything gcw that's weird besides what he said you said mike whatever somebody went to gcw the old guy the old guy <laughs> isn't his name action jackson I don't know. Could be. Probably. I thought it was Mike Jackson. Yeah, Mike uh, Mike the Hammer Jackson, I think, or Mike Iron Mike Jackson or something like that. Oh, now I gotta look it up. God damn it. Well, while you're looking that up, we'll uh, be right back for the main course. Stick still hasn't recorded anything yet, so we'll be right back. I, I don't know, man. Like The only thing I, I really don't like about it is like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at and we can't even like it's not where i listen to any of my podcasts at so i don't know i'm kind of over it by now you mean going on facebook and finding our uh, page every week yeah yeah it just pops up the little window or whatever and you gotta listen to it from there well the actually all messed up actually thanks to our host anchor fm uh we're available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, overcast breaker Castbox, pocket cast good pods radio public We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots.
And now for the main course. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, we'll just start with WWE and the main course. Uh, we had the two go-home shows on Raw and SmackDown for WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, I guess it's no longer a title unification match. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, both shows built up McIntyre and the Bloodline with RK, bro. Proteus. Proteus. You have to look it up, but <laughs> he just start. He's gonna start saying I random still shit. X Men. All right. <laughs> okay. uh, I lost my train of thought. Tag teams that oh. aren't being fit in now. So what's the point of having the fucking match now? To to get, to get to Roman build over. Roman and Drew to get Roman over. Fuck Drew and <laughs> fucking locking this monster sword. He his brought out. He brought from the tooth. I tell you, true. His na- its name's Angela. He brought it out right this week and pointed it at Roman. He could have. I don't know. <laughs> I know on Raw, the bloodline started in the ring, and then RK Bro uh, came out of nowhere and gave the two Usos RKOs, and then McIntyre and Reigns had like a face-off in the ring. Moving on. Because, I mean, the main thing kind of happened on SmackDown, so... Super Soaker presents King of the Ring. Nice. <laughs> That's old school, bro. Every kid had a Super Soaker. Uh, you had Alpha Academy and Kevin Owens taking on the Street Profits and Ezekiel. Uh, Alpha Academy ends up winning. Veer squishes another jobber. His name's... Uh, Vern Hansen, just so <laughs> I throw it out there, because Clint says you gotta love the jobber. Uh, you had AJ beat uh, Damian Priest. Uh, Austin Theory in the Miz in a handicap match against Ali, or Mustafa Ali. Uh, Nikki Ash won the twenty four seven championship, and then I'm pretty sure later on in the night it changed hands like six more times. And it's with Reggie, I think, right now. And Dana Brooke wants a divorce from Reggie because he tried to pin her for the fucking title or something stupid. (laughs) You had uh, Seth and Cody build. Seth came out on uh, his so-called appreciation night. Why why are we appreciating Seth? I don't know. He's anniversary or something? Yeah, he's making his own night now because Randy Orton got one. Oh. And uh, Seth came out, or Cody came out and interrupted it. Seth Rollins told him that the reason that your daddy wasn't world champion, he wasn't fucking good enough, and you aren't either. Oh. So, uh, turned into a big brawl, ended up with Cody giving Seth the Cody cutter and Seth rolling out of the ring and running up the ramp. Uh, you had Bobby Lashley and Cedric Alexander. So, just got to make him look strong before he goes up against Omos at the pay-per-view. And then you had a six-woman tag match. You had the heels versus the faces. Sonya Deville's uh, official 
powers got stripped before the match, so she couldn't change any of the rules. <laughs> you had uh, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Asuka taking on Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, and Sonya Deville. Uh, Liv Morgan hit Sonya Deville, I think, with whatever the fuck her finishing moves call for the win. Whatever the fuck her finishing moves called. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> That's not. That doesn't bode well for her. Well, no. I mean, the go home shows were fucking horrible this week. <laughs> uh, SmackDown kicked off with Charlotte Flair was supposed to take on Aaliyah. It just ended up with Flair smacking the shit out of Aaliyah, and then Ronda Rousey came out and they brawled with each other. And I'm pretty sure one of them hit the other one with a straight-up potato, and it turned into a real brawl, because I'm pretty sure they it wouldn't have took that long to break those two women up. <laughs> I don't think that was uh, – I think the beginning of it was for show, and then after that they were pissed at each other and were actually fucking smacking the fuck out of each other. <laughs> and, uh, Receipts. You had uh, Shayna Baszler taking on Sasha Banks. Baszler gets the win with a small package. Uh, it's There's going to be a championship match in a couple weeks. Apparently, Naomi might have a uh, rotator cuff injury. Aww. But it's going to be Banks and Naomi defending the tag team champions ships against Natalia and uh, Shayna Baszler. So it'll be Banks defending the titles against. It's like uh, Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas. <laughs> yeah. You mean the Soul Patrol? Yep. And they're they're the they're Boss and Glow. I mean, think about their when their song that's hits and they that's come what, out. And that's their tag team name. <laughs> I'm just saying. <sighs> they dance and do the thing, Chuck and Jeff. They built a uh, Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. Uh, Gunter squashed Drew Gulag. Ooh, uh, you mean Gunter Stark? No, it's just Gunter. Nazi warship captain? <laughs> He's the ring general. U-boat. I'm sorry. U-boat captain. Warship, U-boat. Two different things. Uh, we had a... <laughs> I want to get fact-checked by nobody later. <laughs> we had a uh, tables match. You had Seamus and Ridge Holland taking on Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Seamus and uh, Holland won the match after Butch came crawling out under the ring and then attacked him and made it a, a man advantage. A fucking animal. Actually, the best part of the whole thing is before the match, you had Pat McAfee's going, where the fuck is Butch? <laughs> <laughs> what a rabid Wolverine he is. Uh, they finally finished Lacey Evans's uh, debut. Yeah, debut. Did she come out and put a jobber to sleep or what? No, she just came out and... Oh. Everybody cheered, and then it was over. What a waste! It wasn't even a match. No, what a that waste. ain't a debut. She she finished she finished her uh, whole storytelling thing with how she's like, how I'm a daughter, a mother, a blah blah blah, a marine, and she goes in your future SmackDown Women's Champion. Not. And then she came out, and everybody cheered for her, and I it bet was they over. Buried in a small package. Was she still in the? Was she still in her army fatigues and shit? Yeah. I bet they bury in the roll-up for the first week. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, then you had a backstage segment with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> Next week, she's going to come out with all her military garb on and be like, this is what you want. Too bad. And she fucking rips it off, and she's got a skirt, and she looks real pretty, and she's like the opposite, like they did with Tanil Dashwood. <laughs> she's trying to, she'll so she goes right back to the Southern Belle. 
Should do a swerve and like come out and support Putin or Be something. Be like, not now, you nasties. <laughs> but uh, he had a backstage segment with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura talking shit about how the Usos injured Rick Boogs and he was going to get, he wants to get his hands on uh, Roman Reigns. Wait a minute. The injur- the Usos injured Rick Boogs? Yeah. Didn't he try to hold two dudes together on his shoulder yeah, at but the same the, time? Yeah, but it was the Usos. They, they, but he's the one who lifted them both up. Like it ain't like they fucking was like we're jumping on your back and you're doing it. He tried to be a powerful guy and ripped his own leg off. I know, man. They're trying to build a story. Come on now. You can't blame your fucking faults on other people, man. <sighs> the, bloodline, so, the bloodline hurt his tag team partner. So now the bloodline are getting over his faces because you're using homeboy's inability to lift two guys up at the same time and fucking keep his leg attached. As he's still on TV. Wasn't yeah, he? but then but then you had Sam. You had Sami Zayn like hiding behind him. Watching him and then running to Paul Heyman right after that and being like, Shinsuke's talking shit about the tribal chief, so don't worry. You just tell Roman that we're good. I'll take care of Shinsuke. Sounds like Shinsuke and Rick Boogs need to point the finger at themselves before they need to point it at everybody else in this game of blame. Or they can just act like Rick Boogs never existed because he might not even come back. He might I was going to say, he wasn't on TV, right? It was just Shinsuke talking shit. Yeah, it was good Shinsuke. I mean, I ain't mad. I'm just saying it's it's bad writing. <laughs> Makes Shinsuke look like a baby and a bad guy because fucking he's bitching because his. Never mind. I'm just gonna drop the subject because it's stupid. <laughs> all, there'll all be a whole it, different. There'll be a whole different storyline in two weeks. So all it did was make a match between uh, Sammy and Shinsuke, and Sammy won by countout because he gave the Haluva kick to fucking Shinsuke at like the eight, and then rolled into the ring for the win. <laughs> I mean that's clever, but let's come on. Like once again, that's bad booking on their part. <laughs> Sami Zayn hasn't had a good booking other than since Johnny Knoxville. I was going to say WrestleMania the year before when he and went against almost, Kevin Owens. That was almost bad too because the fucking mousetrap about didn't snap. You know, a little kicking thing. I too think is. they should have put him in a catapult and launched him across the fucking arena. <laughs> I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to go back even further than WrestleMania of last year where he went against Kevin Owens. I'm going to say probably the latter match with uh, Jeff Hardy and uh, shit, who was the other? Uh, AJ Styles, where he put the fucking, <laughs> he put the handcuffs through Jeff Hardy's Yo, gauge. Yeah. So it's either rip your ear off or just lay down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was clever. Uh, shit, where were we? Oh, uh, and then uh, you had the Bloodline and RK McIntyre face off. I mean, not having to sit down or a contract signing. So they already had the contract signing. So they should just had some guys come out and start cutting a promo and them come out and interrupt them. That's so pretty much what they did. have this face off. That's pretty much what they did. Let's try to do this shit. Let's have a face off. Let's <laughs> have a contract signing. Let's yeah, have a summit. Sit down. Yeah, had RK bro. Or what? It's a parlay. Parlay. A parlay. You had uh, RK bro come out first, and then Drew McIntyre came out and took the microphone, and I think they were in Long Island. So Drew goes, Long Island, acknowledge. And then Riddle cuts him off and goes, whoa, 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 bro. You can't just start doing that right now. First, we can acknowledge some other things. He's R- like, Riddle so, in his painted so, Yeah, so he's like, so I'm going to acknowledge that my best friend is Randy Orton. Uh-huh. And then they all start saying shit, and Randy Orton goes, I'm going to acknowledge that uh, I beat Drew McIntyre two years ago for the WWE Championship or whatever. <laughs> and then Drew talks about how he won the title back. 
And then Randy says, I'm pretty sure I still have the slap marks on my chest from it. And then it somehow gets to them talking about joints and acknowledging it's going to be a joint effort. And then the bloodline comes out and they just start punching the shit out of each other. It ends with Roman Reigns taking a claymore and laying in the middle of the ring. So he's going over tomorrow. They shouldn't have fired Road Dog, so he could have showed fucking RK Bro how to be more like the New Age Outlaws that they think that they are. Yeah, probably. In my I, opinion, I still, that's who I still they got think my Hey Randy shirt, so I'm okay. You know that I feel like that's who they think they are right now at this point in time. So we'll run down the card and make predictions for WrestleMania Backlash. You have Omos and Bobby Lashley. So, who's you guys' pick for there? Almost. Yeah, I'll go with Lashley. It's WWE. I'm going to go Lashley. You got uh, Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. So, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I hate both of them. Hopefully oh, one of them breaks their leg. I know he's, he's going Mad Cat probably. Hopefully they're both going to the motherfucking release line. Country soon. singer Mickey Gilly died. I don't know who that is. Uh, fucking movie, eight seconds. Hey, like I told Buddy last night, I don't know you, pal. <laughs> Never heard of you. Shut uh, up, computer. Anyway, who is it? Mad Cat Moss and who? Happy Corbin. Versus each other? Yeah, they broke up. Oh, that's sad. That's the worst news I heard all day. They it's broke up before WrestleMania. I think I found Brent's high spot for the week. Is that my puppy? <laughs> and your old lady's supposedly reading this book that you're supposed to fucking give to Dick, I think, to read or whatever when she gets done with it. It's going to take her that? another three years to read oh, the Moxley, Moxley book. book. She's apparently outside reading it, so that should be your high spot. Oh. <laughs> so, you were yelling about it on the podcast one night about her not getting the book finished or something like that. Yeah, it's going to take her another fucking three years to finish a hundred page <laughs> book. Saying, so you should be happy. She should I be should, high spot. She's reading. The I book. should buy her the fucking audio book so she can just listen to it. Is and it, I can read that book in two hours. Is it John Moxley reading it? Because <laughs> if it is, hopefully it's before rehab me shit lit after. Fucking <laughs> I, like, I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm going Baron Corbin. It's happy Corbin. I think that with him, he would be him reading that book would be him like cutting a straight promo for two hundred and fifty pages or however. <laughs> just long him screaming the book, yeah, at you. belligerently and shit. You can almost look, watch yourself in the mirror and see John Moxley yelling back. At him and shit. <laughs> By the way, uh, I got a puppy Sunday, and its name is Moxley. And about page forty-two, I really got chills on my spine, man. It's a good book. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I got, it. I, I got voted down. Lee my- Erickson. I got voted down. My my choice for the name was Rollins. So, <laughs> all right, you have Edge and AJ. Hopefully AJ. But it's sad that that's we have awkward silence because Clint's not even paying attention. <laughs> Can't help it. Else knows. Leaf Garrett trying to be yeah, Leaf Leaf <laughs> Leaf. All right, uh, AJ Styles. What about him? He's the man. Everybody knows that. Versus Edge, yeah. who you got? In the pay-per-view, yeah. Edge okay. got this new group going. They're gonna. Oh yeah, that might be true. Edge is a good, win it, good way to uh, The stipulation is Priest isn't allowed at ringside. Uh, well, you know that's getting broke. They're gonna go backstage with it or something. He's gonna lay AJ out. You have a uh, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. 
I hope Cody, so we still have something to talk about in WWE. <laughs> I think Cody's going to win again. I think Seth's going to be that. Ooh, fucking cartoony. I can't fucking beat the fucking Wiley Coyote Roadrunner situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's who Seth reminds me of. I think Cody. Wiley Coyote. I don't think Cody loses until he's up against Roman Reigns. I don't think he loses. It depends. They wait till WrestleMania next year like smart motherfuckers they should. Then he beats him. I thought The Rock was going to be it. Fuck that. They need to do that at Royal Rumble, like I said. <laughs> and have The Rock lose a Royal Rumble, get the fuck out of the way, and, and then they want to really do it big. You let Cody win it at fucking WrestleMania from Roman, and the people are going to go crazy for that shit, especially yep. if they build him the right way all year long. Which the rumor is right now, I'm pretty sure Royal Rumble's going to be in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, pretty close to Miami. <laughs> I'm just saying. Miami's not close to San Antonio. Stone Texas. Cold's gonna fucking come and wrestle or what? <laughs> he's gonna come win the Rumble and go to WrestleMania and win the championship. Anyway, Gordon Booker T, he's gonna be the new I don't think comeback once a year guy. I don't think that's true. All right, you have the non-unification title match now. RK Bro and Drew McIntyre taking on the Bloodline. I think, I think Booker T would like to be Dave Meltzer sometimes. <laughs> Good what? guesses. I don't I like them. Who was it? The Bloodline. And then RK Bro and Drew oh. McIntyre. Well, Bloodline's going to go over on that. Maybe. The only thing is. Or, actually, I could see them not because this is, you can give. There's no Roman titles Reigns on the line, though. Yeah. Right. There's no titles on the line. You can give and Roman an L and it doesn't matter. Him not lose a belt. And also, if he don't get pinned, he didn't technically lose. And then yeah, the Usos can take the loss. I don't think Drew McIntyre is going to go over Roman Reigns they, clean at the they, end. They can have a stave off, kind of, say it's Jimmy that takes the fall, then Roman's pissed at Jimmy. For the next month, because you know, obviously we need storyline. So maybe, Jimmy, Jimmy still hasn't eaten a shit sandwich from his DUI yet either. So maybe <laughs> Roman's mad at Jimmy because he gets the pinfall, gets pit, gets they, you know, they pin him, and then he's shitty with Jimmy for a couple months, and that makes the Usos and them all have some inner turmoil for a minute. And maybe you could do something with just the Usos and Roman again, and get them away from everyone, and maybe have just Roman and Drew, and maybe the two Usos are feuding with each other or some shit like that inside. Or something, you know, I don't know. I think Drew McIntyre goes over Roman Reigns clean. In this match? In this match. That's how it ends. Claymore kick for the one, two, three. I think he could go over him, but I don't think he goes over him clean. Goes over him after somebody else is like super, like one of the Usos goes to do the double super kick and somebody moves, Roman takes it and Drew steals the pin type shit. Two RKOs out of nowhere to stop the Usos who are trying to stop the three count after a Claymore to Roman Reigns. One, two, three. On the first Claymore? I don't know. Well, no, you gotta do four claymores because you gotta make it look. You gotta make look. You gotta make Roman look strong. <laughs> I mean, you know, he took more than one fucking F five or whatever, right? And so one claymore would make Brock look fucking like an asshole, and then make Roman look fucking even though Brock weak as shit too. After he's been titled, it might not be the first long. one or whatever. And they're they're gonna go back and forth. And I don't there's think gonna Roman's be a Superman gonna... punch. And there's gonna be a spear. And there's gonna be another spear. And <clears throat> there's gonna be a claymore. Even think... though Brock lost to just one claymore, I don't think you see Roman get pinned at all because don't they don't he have a streak going for not being. And, uh, pin, pinned for like a loss or whatever too as far as Once outside saying, of being champion he'll still be champion but if he gets pinned then he'll be there's another streak they've been talking about him not being pinned for a three count outside of being champion hmm. and I don't think they want to break that shit either so I bet you it'd be Jimmy or Jay that gets pinned if that's the case but I think they're going to win personally I and think everyone they're making everybody think that, that you're not going to win but it's the bloodline you know <laughs> then you have Charlotte and Ronda and the I Quit match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Plus, Brock Lesnar shows up to fucking help. 
F5s, you know, and then he hits him with the Claymore after that. Then I could see Roman getting down for the three count, but. Ronda Rousey's going over. No, I think she passes out. I'm going to say. From pain. I'm going to say Brock Lesnar shows up and wins the SmackDown Championship. <laughs> or just steals the belt. Uh, I think Ronda Rousey passes out because the pain from the figure eight is just too much. Unless she doesn't use the figure eight. Now maybe Charlotte uses something else we ain't seen yet. Ooh. I'm saying Charlotte taps out to the armbar. Maybe. I doubt it. Can't tap out. You gotta scream, I quit. I think Charlotte's gonna keep her for a minute. I don't think until SummerSlam. She's gonna say, fucking quit or I'll break it. I think she'll keep it until SummerSlam. (laughs) Then lose it to who at SummerSlam? Ronda. Lacey Evans. So they're gonna keep that shit going on for another three months? Two months? What the fuck else are they gonna do with Ronda? Think she's gonna fucking not be up there for the title? Send her home? Nah. If that's the case, then she'll show back up at SummerSlam for the title match. Probably. She's and they'll be doing fucking stuff say, via uh, satellite. Must say send her home because she's the WWE version of Jay Cardgill. I don't think she's going anywhere for a little while, to be honest with you. I think she's going to be on TV regular. And I, I, I do. I think she's going to lose to Charlotte. And then they continue the storyline for another month. Because what the fuck else do they got going on for women right now? I don't think she can lose to Charlotte and still be a threat. Until SummerSlam's over with or gets here, there's not. Like, it's just all going to be a bunch of nothing matters like they're already talking about SummerSlam and there's how many gonna be how many pay-per-views in between there and now at least four probably Summer, SummerSlam you got uh, between here and now it's gonna be at least four pay-per-views e- maybe five no it's it's hell in a cell in June you got money in the bank the first weekend of July and then the end of July is SummerSlam so you only got two yeah, well, there ain't not a whole lot's gonna go on in the next two months, I don't think, outside of SummerSlam. Especially if they're already talking about what they're gonna do at SummerSlam. I don't know. I just don't. I don't, I don't think she's gonna win. I think Ronda's losing. The, Charlotte's gonna keep the belt. I don't think Ronda can af- afford the L and keep anything going. Cause she's supposed to be the baddest, right. baddest woman right. on the planet. I guess that's Shamrock's moniker, but man, put <laughs> man in there. All right. Well, that's WWE in a nutshell this week. Got fucking regular LOD was on this bitch all the time, dude. We're on like the third episode of this. My. I started halfway through one, and they were out here wrestling. And then <laughs> now we're on two episodes later, and they fucking wrestled on both of them, plus live events. Normally, I'd say let's get to the good. only good thing that happened in wrestling this week, but AEW is kind of mid this week, I thought. Well, it's time to get to AEW, so. It was all a little blah. I mean, it was good. There's the first. So let's just get him. Let's just get him going because show kicked off. Jeff Hardy, Bobby Fish, and the uh, qualifier for the Owen Hart Cup. Bobby Fish looked like a million dollars the entire fucking time. Jeff Hardy was getting his ass whooped, whispering Uh, the wind. I'm gonna say right now, Jeff Hardy's only in the tournament because he knows who Owen Hart was in in real life. (laughs) Yeah, he wrestled Owen. He's the only one that wrestled him. Well, in squash match, but fucking... Still wrestled Owen Hart. I mean, like, as far as knowing him, knowing him, like, he's the only one of those guys in the match. As far as... I'm pretty sure everyone else is, like, our age and that shit. <laughs> and a little bit younger. So, like, he's the only person who actually legit knew him, talked to him in life, and I think that's why they're putting him in there. And plus, it might, if they have, like, the tournament on the pay-per-view... Who's he wrestle first? Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Hardy probably gets a couple people maybe to buy it. Uh, Adam Cole. Hmm. I hope they don't job out Adam Cole to him. No, I think Jeff Hardy's gonna lose. Actually, I think Jeff Hardy or Adam Cole's first round opponent stacks. You're right. Like, you're right. You're right. I see. I did. Uh, 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 Darby Allen is Jeff Hardy's first opponent. 
Well, that's a match people have been kind of wanting to see for a minute now anyway, because of the weird fucking shit they do. <coughs> I hope it's a passing of the torch moment. I'd say Jeff's gonna lose at Darby, but and you have the you have two Joker <coughs> you have two Joker spots available and the and the men's two and the Joker spots. unless Jeff comes in he's like it's not gonna work. For there's me, a really. men's Joker and there's a women's oh. Joker. Yeah, I, I don't I think this shit's unnecessary. The Joker? Yeah, they do this shit On every everything. fucking for everything. John, John, say, John, nothing, Johnny Gar- Joker's wild. They're the, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae because they're both free agents. The fucking that shit's getting too they do it more than just at this though they do it all the time there's a random motherfucker in here there's a random motherfucker say it's in w there. morrissey are they replacing the the rumble thing this year with this yes this match that's as far as far as i know they're not having the the giant rumble thing and then the winner gets to be number one contender they're just right. going to do the own heart cup and then hmm. well maybe they haven't really said i guess have they hmm. Well, yeah, they still got a couple of weeks to build the pay-per-view. I mean, that Casino Battle Royal is like kind of known for that pay-per-view, right, in May? Mm-hmm. I would assume they're still going to have it on top of the cup. They haven't said they're replacing it or not doing it. So I would assume they're going to do that, and there'll be a Joker in that too, right? There'll be normally like four. <sighs> Joker for each fucking... Well, no, the finals of the Owen Hart Cup happen at the pay-per-view. Yeah, on the 29th. The tournament starts this week. Right, right. Coming up. So like the last maybe the joke, four two matches will so be you'll have, pay-per-view maybe. You'll have you'll know who the two jokers are within a couple By the of time weeks. the pay per view gets Yeah. Oh, I thought they were gonna do that tournament at the pay per view. No. Nah, fuck that. I'd have done that tournament at the pay per view. The finals the men's final and the women's finals at the pay per view, but Which the is tournament just a the tournament match, correct? The tournament's gonna have yeah. So now nah, fuck that. That the people they got right now with the Joker, I would do that at the fucking tur- at the pay per view. That'd be a good pay per view to watch right there. They're gonna do that shit on free TV. That's dumb. That's WWE shit. That's a pay per view. That's a pay per view. That's a pay per view card right there. If I ever seen one, you throw tournaments a ch- are a lack of a, storytelling. You throw a champion. You throw two championship matches in there. Fucking no way, <laughs> dude. That's the Owen Hart Cup, first one ever. There's a big story behind it for the men's and the women's. First Who's one ever it? though. Right, and that's the only reason it's a story. They tournament did that suck. With, a Royal Rumble and Ric Flair won the WWF Championship at the end of right. it. Right, and Vince never does, did it again. If the story's told correctly, you can do it one time and it's told right, and it's history I'm gonna, forever. I'm gonna act like Clint, man. You just had you just had Hawk no sell a fucking pile driver. Oh, yo, these are the old boys from the Nation of Domination. They still wrestle right now for ROH. Oh, never mind, not anymore now that they're the new ROH. But <laughs> I don't know what their names are in ROH. But I can't. What the fuck were their names here? Uh, no, I just seen them. They too. used to come out rapping and shit back in the day. Uh, they're white Muslims public not public enemy fucking um, I can't remember I gotta look it up now to google it but yeah man I'm, the Joker shit in the tournament unless especially if they're still doing the fucking battle royal with the Jokers in it like that shit's unnecessary I feel like for the Owen Hart Cup like but I guess should be should be Bobby Fish's spot god damn it I don't, Blanchard. I don't nah I gotta say that uh, I don't know any women's independent wrestlers really that I could say that I would be like ah oh, maybe Can- it'll, Candice LeRae maybe it'll be fucking Athena uh, maybe it'll be uh, Mickey James Tegan Knox uh, for the men's yeah, Ember Moon for the men's I'll That's say Athena. Uh, right. for the men's I'll say uh, Kenny, Kenny Omega ooh whoa You're going to say that for every fucking mystery thing. Oh, until he shows up and I'm like, I told you motherfuckers the whole time. (laughs) Women's women's championship, mystery opponent, Kenny Omega. I thought about (laughs) saying X-Pac or somebody that knew Owen Hart, but 
it could be somebody else that knows on her, but they already put Dude, Jeff gonna, Hardy in there and Xbox gonna, Taurus tricep. So it's gonna be it's gonna be ooh, Brett Hart. Ooh, ooh. It's gonna be Brett. Matt Cordona. Ooh, that'd be sweet. It ain't gonna be him, but it could be. It'd be real sweet. I'd pop for it. Maybe the Sandman. I'm still saying it's gonna be Bret Hart. <sighs> Maybe it'd be Jericho. Oh wait, never mind. It'd be cool if Jer- if Matt Cordona joined the Jericho Appreciation Society. He's got too many belts him, to defend. Showed him how to do it. Yeah, too many belts to defend. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club taking on Maybe the... Maybe it'll uh, be Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking salt on the wound. That would be the real forbidden door. That'd be some Rick Rude shit. <laughs> yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club taking on the uh, Andrade family. Dude, it was sick. It's a wrestling fucking clinic every time they're on. Well, they just beat the shit out of them. That was all it was. Yeah. And then, well, I mean. And then Wheeler, you got smacked at the end of it anyway for doing a good job. So it's entertaining and all, but this is like the third week we've seen it in a row. And like they keep getting closer to like forming closer to the group, like the new music. John Moxley gave him a good smack and he looked at him after the match was over. Like, I don't know if he was going to really supposed to do that guy. Like he just like get walked up and gave him a good bitch slap right after the match got over with. And he stopped and looked at him like, what? That wasn't in the script. John Moxley loses his shit out there sometimes. It's a little too excitable. I like uh, listening to um, William Regal on the fucking dude. Him on the fucking mic is gold on the announce table. Did did you hear him correct uh, Tony Schiavone when I think it was Schiavone was like. Oh, it's a move of a, out of a desperation. He goes, no, it's pinpoint accuracy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the drop kick or whatever. Uh, German suplex. He, German su- he yeah. sucks Daniel Bryan's Peter a little too hard for me. Ah, that's who I should have been. Fucking, I'm telling you. <laughs> that's who I wanted to be. And it's like, calm down, cowboy. Yeah. That was the last thing good that happened. Then you had Wardlow and, and uh, Morrissey. I need, need another new member. I need four. And then call it quits. Dude, it should have been Smojo. No. He's fucking fighting crazy motherfuckers right now. He's doing movie shit. He's doing movie shit? Fighting battle on the odds, man. I'm glad that it's not Daniel Garcia. Came out the Scott Steiner trick uh, lead pipe. That's, that's, who they ri- that's who they originally wanted. I know. I'm Trade- so glad Jericho took him. Trademark lead pipe. <laughs> Hit somebody over the head with him at Ben's kind of strange-like. Is that right. a bear? Yeah, it's Percy Pringle, bro. <laughs> Wardlow and Morrissey. Wardlow's mystery opponent this week was Morrissey. I, I thought I said this earlier. I thought it was a really good match. Uh, um, I don't know if him and Wardlow have ever wrestled before, but for him and if they've never wrestled, and they might have went over that match earlier in the day to, to kind of know what they're doing and know how each other were going to step in the ring because they were stepping pretty good. But um, he's some Morrissey's someone who I bag on fucking quite a bit. Well, it's uh, good to see him not stroking out for once. Right. Uh, <laughs> he fucking has... I didn't realize how big he is. Like, he's a big dude. He's seven but, foot like Wardlow's tall. A, but Wardlow's a big dude. And then you put him next to somebody who's a big dude, and it's like, holy shit. Like, WWE was marketing him the whole entire wrong way, man. Like, com- completely the wrong way. He didn't seem like he was that big in WWE. Look like when he left WWE, he grew fucking four more feet somehow. <laughs> How'd you get... I thought fucking people's rings were just smaller when he was in it. Like, WWE don't make it, make him look big at all when he's... I don't know if they... I think he's got risers in his shit, making him a little bit taller. Oh, I don't know. I think he needs some wrestling gear. I don't care for the boots and the, the blue boots. The boots and the blue jeans, That ain't gonna yeah. get you nothing. You look like British Bulldog 99 and shit. <laughs> 
I'm ready for Enzo to come back. He with does. Look, you ever got British Bulldog in 1999? He got boots, blue jeans, and way too much baby oil on, and fucking just sweatier than fuck, and that's Morrissey. I've played that. He's on Revenge that way. Sweatier than fuck, looking on Revenge <laughs> too, ain't he? Yeah, that's Morrissey now. <laughs> My only knock, I didn't like the one power bomb. I I didn't mind it. Like I said earlier, I th- I think it's fine because he's a huge dude and a giant power bomb. A big guy falls hard anyways, so you know what I mean. And a, and Wardlow is, you know, supposedly a dude who just laces out the meanest power bombs of all time. So a big guy like that's only going to need one to stay down, I believe. And I don't think it hurt Morrissey like people do because there's been other giants throughout time, including the Undertaker himself, who've been dropped with one move and pinned. Um, and I believe Undertaker lost to the fucking uh, to the goddamn uh, the chop from fucking. Uh, great collie and fucking <laughs> yeah and to, and lost a championship to him you know what i'm saying so that being said like i i don't see it as a big deal i think that's just internet people being fucking bitches uh <laughs> the giant jackknife powerbomb by kevin nash one fucking time that was also straight on his neck though that was straight on morrissey's fucking neck too wasn't no, it wasn't neck and the back <laughs> <laughs> he took a perfect he took a perfect powerbomb i didn't know fu- if he was gonna get sounded, up for a minute and it though, sounded like. mean as fuck when he hit it sounded loud and hard when he brought him up and morrissey had to like come up or whatever it was a long whoof. it's because he's so big uh, yeah but no nah, like, dude look to me, get up? i didn't look to me like he had a problem flipping him up there and that's what blew my mind more than anything is that he whipped him up there and damned him so so easily it's like he's a big fucker to be just fucking powerbomb. Like the 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 gravity alone trying to flip <laughs> his big ass up there and powerbomb him as easy as he did. Like it didn't look like Morrissey had to hold on most too hard. Of it's or, more, most of it's more like when you the, go from that position or whatever, when you get to here, like that's you coming up. Like Yeah, you. I know, but just the, like you said, it looked real weird, but it's probably because there's never been a seven-foot dude get powerbombed like that before. Like you said, Kevin Nash did like the giant and he dropped him by. on his fucking neck head. Uh, but I like I said I don't think it's I don't I think, think he made, needed to power bomb him three times I think that it made been sound unnecessary. against the wind I enjoyed it it, I hope it, it rocked back. me out of my seat when he dropped him with him and I was like oh, you don't need more than that after he hit him with one and he didn't because I you thought as far as the comeback as you think there's a chance you're gonna see Enzo <laughs> well I thought he was gonna kick out oh, yeah. from the one power bomb and then he was gonna do it again and then they were gonna say okay because there ain't no way that's, Wardlow could do that three times in a row like he's done well, no. maybe that but like there's there's no way he could just boom 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 but. Even though I, I think it's all right. I don't I don't think Impact wanted him to do too much, and it also showcased one of their wrestlers to get people to see. They want to see more and more seeing his big ass. They can turn on Impact for as long as his contract lasts, I guess. As long as you got access to TV. Look better than I've seen him in a long fucking time, especially in the ring. Uh, I've watched him in Impact a couple times, and the shit's been bumbling. I guess maybe it ain't really his fault. Maybe it's everybody he's wrestling against. But <laughs> Right, then you had Hangman giving two... Given a lot too late. That's probably one of the best promos I think he's cut. Uh, back to that match real quick. Can't forget about MJF being around there too. Uh, he was he was doing some pretty decent fucking ah nail biting fuck you stuff in the background too. <laughs> His facials and things like that are pretty good. Whenever because I was he on commentary this week. I think he was. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's good, man. He is. He uh, can't forget about him being out there. That's what this <laughs> is all about, you know, Wardlow and, and MJF. So well, now you're getting to Goro. Because you're right. gonna have Sean Spears, yeah. and then Him and then chair. you're gonna get to Shang Tsung, which That's is every MJF. MJF. Well, I mean Jericho made him do it too. So Spears, uh, I don't know. He can get rid of Spears. Ain't it weird seeing fucking Ron Simmons long winded instead of just saying damn? 
I loved I love Farouk. Robbie Pearson, our friend from high school, his house got flooded, you know, real bad. Yes. He showed pictures of it on Facebook and everybody was commenting on it, and I put a meme of fucking Ron Simmons on there going, <laughs> damn. <laughs> All right, uh, like I said. Look at him. No, not this guy. Yeah, the hangman probably give the best promo that he's had as fucking champion. Too, li- too little, too late. That shirt he had on was fucking not championship material. Uh, yeah. I can tell you that. He looks like the thrift store cowboy. Yeah, like he was fired. The five he and fired, ten. He was fired up and ready to go. And he looked like the five and ten cowboy. His shirts looking like curtains. Yeah, oh yeah, he does. <laughs> he looked like the five and ten cowboy. Or you know them sheets that your mom would get back in the day when you was real little, it had the weird checkers on, put them on your bed. <laughs> That's kind of what the sh- his shirt looked like. So we can compare it to Dominic Mysterio at WrestleMania. <laughs> no, nah, I think, he, he kinda, I think he, Dominic Mysterio looked better in the American he, shit. It's he, a, his he, haircut is what ruined it. If he grew a little mustache, I think Dominic could try to do all right. But Dominic's gear kind of reminded me of one of those rugs <laughs> that your grandma would have in front of the. <laughs> I mean, might make him look more manly in the face. Fuck, I don't know, dude. He looks like a fucking ten-year-old. Ray even looked like more of a man when he was a little boy. Okay, Santana and Jericho's match. I mean, it was solid for what it was. Yeah. Is this, is this, uh, how did it end? <laughs> how D- did it distra- end? <laughs> distractions. Jericho low blows him, gives him the Judas effect in one, two, three. Oh, what, what kills me, dude, is that when Jericho comes out, people still sing his music. Like they're still singing it, yeah. even though he's fucking on this weird shit and nobody likes him. He's a bad guy or he's a heel. He's not a heel. He's a sports entertainer. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Guys all over the place. But when he comes out, everybody still sings his music all the way to the ring <laughs> and all the way back out of the ring. It blows my mind. that It's like they'll boo the fuck out of him, but then it, well, got to sing his music. It's weird. It's, I mean, if we see him in June, we'll probably all be singing it. Dick's trying to get on camera. caught on camera. You're trying to. Don't lie, motherfucker. <laughs> He's going to take his hat off so he makes sure he looks like his age so that way they fucking they get him on camera. <laughs> Put your arm around me doing that shit and I'm going to run. Get the old guy on. Oh, that guy likes it. Film him. <laughs> He's got the Bobby Fish mustache going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you have the Varsity Blondes calling out the House of Black. You guys aren't helping me in here. I got a piece. Somebody needs to start fucking talking. I think personally it was probably Brian Pillman Jr.'s best promo ever. Uh, <laughs> he tried. <laughs> I didn't say it much. Uh, he didn't say much really either. Uh, he was just real mad because, you know, with Julia and all that, Julia Hart and what she had going on and everything. You know, she was standing all in the background all weird and shit, staring at the ground because her eyes all fucking... And every week, if you notice, her paint gets a little bit bigger on her face. Like yeah. it's spreading. Just like... And Malachi Black's keeps getting a little bit bigger every week, like it's spreading and shit. But it still just looks like paint. They got a dope-ass entrance. Yeah. Can't shit on their entrance because it's cool. Um, I, I, It's kind of weird now because when that... It used to be a weird light. They'd walk to the ring. Now they're going to the ring. Lights go out, and then it shows them on the ring. And then it shows them getting in the ring. Lights go out, and then it shows them on. And then lights go out, and then it shows them in the middle of the ring. And lights come on, and then they wrestle. So that's a little hard. It's like, if you have epilepsy, don't watch this fucking ring entrance. <laughs> but um, outside of the ring entrance, man, maybe they need to go up against somebody more like Blackpool Combat Club or something. Something's more serious because the shit they're doing with them right now is just, it's okay. But like they've done this for like since Malachi Black 
debut. He's been beating up Brian Pillman Jr. and fucking fuck. It was Cody forever. What's his name too, though? Yeah, but every time he's it's been them guys in a tag team match of him beating him up and everything. But Brian Pillman came out fired up, cut that good promo, tried to be his daddy for one minute. Uh, he, he's got it in him, but he ain't. He's he's still looking for it. I uh, heard Jericho's been helping him with promo work. Hmm. So you also uh, had John Harbaugh in the. Uh, yeah, they threw it up the for crowd. John Harbaugh, and then they looked at, they showed him. He's like, because uh, there he used to play football. Brian was, Pillman played football, and like for one season in the NFL or whatever. They were college. They were college roommates, and they were college roommates. But I believe they played together in the NFL as well. For I know he played eighty five Bengals, right? Yeah, um, for one season or half a season or however that shit worked out for him. He's a nose guard. Sure. Uh, for He's a little ass to be a nose guard. Hard hitting motherfucker, dude. <laughs> oh. But uh, it was a decent promo, like I said, and then um, and then the bell rang, uh, and they just <laughs> got beat up for fucking fuck's sake. It was like they were just they're just jobbing Brian Pillman Jr. out to. I want you to realize he's a younger guy and shit, but I know I like in MLW kind of had his dad's gimmick going on with the cane and the fucking glasses and the wild stat like the wild <sighs> crazy shit, and he's doing this over here and it's been good, but like I feel like. He needs to leave Griff behind and start doing his own singles thing. Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? And they need to get Julia Hart with the House of Black with this shit. I mean, I get it long-term storytelling, but, like, she was ready to smoke him with the chair the other night. Well, she had the chair in the wrong fucking direction, which I was like, you guys flip the chair around before somebody gets hurt. But then she didn't hit nobody. I was like, okay, no big deal, because she didn't even swing the chair. Nearly all it's doing is building House of Black versus Death Triangle. I guess, but then Julia Hart don't fit in with that at all. It's just, let's just steal her from you guys because she's pretty and you guys aren't doing shit, so we're going to put her with House of Black. <laughs> uh, and, I'm, you know, they took her eye patch off. I was hoping to see the eye, but they keep hiding it, so it better look cool when they finally do show up. Uh, but like I was telling him while you are pissing, the uh, the paint keeps getting a little bit bigger on her eye every week. It keeps, like, it's spreading or some shit, you know? So eventually they're going to have to show that she's, like, his oh, and, here, and here's even better. What you're going to do is when they cut Zelina Vega... Selena Vega can join Death Triangle and make it Death Square. <laughs> uh, what all I can think is that they're trying to do fucking Alexa Bliss's character a little bit better. All right. <laughs> then you had Dante Martin and Ray Phoenix in the qualifier for the Owen Hart Cup, which I mean, it was high flying spots like we expected. So, Ray Phoenix wins. Then we had uh, Gun Club. Uh, they went and talked to Papa, and they're allowed to scissors with uh, the acclaimed. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and somebody almost fucking took a scissor to finger. I was sitting there the whole time thinking, oh, somebody don't do that. Don't, fuck <laughs> don't do that. So, I mean, <laughs> I like how they were talking about scissoring on fucking TV. <laughs> the best part is, um, well, this, you know, if Chris, if Chris Ray does end up listening to us, uh, He's like, I didn't get it. <laughs> but I like, it was worth it. <laughs> then you had a terrible, terrible, terrible fucking promo thing between fucking Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. That was god awful. Like, neither one of them were fucking talking to each other. Like, they were just looking at each other going, are you talking next or am I talking next? So I honestly tuned out during that, like mentally checked out during that. And when the next match was going what on, they, what they needed to do, I thought it was those two and it was Donna Perrazzo. And what they needed to do is just have Thunder Rosa come out and talk like she did. And then be like, I'm calling out the number one contender. Serena Deeb comes out and goes, Hey, Thunder, guess what? 
bam, right in the mouth. <laughs> sets up the match. Don't let the two fucking talk to each other. That ain't going to fill the last six minutes. <laughs> Give Mercedes and Deanna a couple more minutes. <laughs> okay, next match. Yeah, the ROH Women's Championship Unification match. I honestly didn't even know it was her wrestling. I thought Thunder Rosa was wrestling. Yeah, Deanna Peraza and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Peraza taps out to the Dragon Sleeper. Mercedes Martinez is your new unified ROH women's champion. Yeah, Deanna didn't look like she was into the match at all. No, she wasn't. I don't. It shouldn't have been the main event. I think the the was Scorpio Sky. They do that match. shit backwards though, man. Dynamite's or like no, that. Not Scorpio Sky. I mean Dante Martin and uh, Ray Phoenix. And Ray Their Phoenix. main event Should goes on first. What does on Dynamite all the time? They do it like Saturday Night Live. They do it backwards. Well, that's because people they feel like probably aren't going to be watching it by ten o'clock. Or They're whatever. training me to not watch it by the it, end, which is a bad idea. Uh, but Deanna Prazo just didn't look like she was in the match, and probably because she ain't. She probably don't care about ROH shit. She's off on them doing other things, and she an impact, they right? probably contracted her to say, "You gotta go over here and drop this belt, or fucking we're gonna have problems for a belt she didn't want to drop in the first place." <laughs> so she did what she had to do. Uh, everyone should be proud of her. She did the job, unlike Hulk Hogan at, some, at Bash of the Beach, two thousand. <laughs> and then Vince Russo calls him a piece of shit, and you won't ever see him again. Yeah. Didn't work, really. really didn't. <laughs> didn't work for me, brother. Didn't work for me, brother. Right. Moving on to uh, Rampage, which show up ten minutes before the pay per view starts. Actually, too, by the way, that's <laughs> not gonna work for me, brother. <laughs> Figure something else out. Creative control. By the way, our match is second. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rampage for like I, I don't know if I said it on here earlier or not, but I think I said it. That's gonna start at four thirty. Like four, four thirty for like the next month and a half through the NHL and NBA playoffs. I'll be watching a lot of my fucking re- replays then the next day. <laughs> uh show kicked off. You had Tony Storm and Ruby Soho teaming up against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, which round one of the Owen Hart tournament has Storm and Hayter next Wednesday night, I'm pretty sure on Dynamite. Uh I mean, it was, a, it was a pretty good match. Storm rolls up Baker for the one, two, three. It's one like the first roll ups I remember really seeing in AEW. So, uh, then you had Hook and JD Drake in a match. Uh, Hook, what, spins around and puts him in the red, red room and it's over. And then he had to listen to fucking Jericho on the goddamn commentary desk going, Red Rum! Red Rum! Red Rum! It's like, shut up and get him the fuck off the desk. <laughs> I was thinking if you gave Dominic a mustache, you'd look like fucking Nina from fucking Star Wars. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about? The little pilot guy from Star Wars? Yeah. Alien pilot guy? Yeah. That's who it is. Pod racer. Yeah. No, he's not pod racer. He's in one of the fucking... He's in the original, in the original, original Star oh, Wars. Oh, okay. I think he dies in the third Star Wars, the third to last Star Wars movie that came out, or whatever. What do you call it? Uh, last the, Jedi. The the third to last. Ray Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck were we? Oh, uh, Tony Nese challenges Danhausen, and then Danhausen comes out after Hook wins and asks if he'll be in his corner. Hook shoves him to the ground. He leaves him a bag of chips for his birthday. So we get Danhausen on. Hookhausen. I mean, we're wrestling together? No. I just want to say Hookhausen. (laughs) No, uh, I hope they get him with Tony Needs so they can get the fuck away from Hook. 
Tony Nese is going to wrestle Danhausen on either Dynamite or Rampage. I'm not sure which one they said. Hmm. Uh, then you had uh, Rio taking on Yuka Sakazaki. <laughs> um, it was a qualifier for the Owen Hart Cup. Dude, Rio took a fucking nasty flatliner <laughs> off the top turnbuckle. Pretty sure it was supposed to be a Spanish fly, and they fucking slipped, <laughs> and she just straight up face to the Looks mat. Like she took it on the nose. Uh, Rio qualified for the tournament. Rio. Uh, and then the final <laughs> match. <laughs> Uh, I heard that through the headphones, so yeah, it's making the podcast. bear in the closet, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, final match, you had uh, Konosuke Takashita taking on Jay Lethal, which he's not Ju- he's not New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's DDT. He's been their he- heavyweight champion like five or six times. Hmm. Um, actually, pretty sure Omega started in DDT before he went to New Japan, too. Either way, the kid looked pretty good. Jay Lethal got the win. Uh, Finally. I think, I think that's his first or second. Well, it's an ROH match, so it's not an AEW match. So no, technically, it, was a, it was an AEW match. It's an ROH match in AEW, though, right? No, it was an AEW match. All right, then. That's cool. I thought it was an <laughs> ROH match. No. I, they didn't, I thought they had the ROH announcer come out for Jay Lethal's match. No, that was, it was still Justin Roberts. No, not the ring announcer. The actual like dude who sits at the desk. Then there was all out. four of them. It was fucking Jericho and. Fucking... No, I mean the dude who does the announcing for fucking ROH. Didn't he come out and sit at the desk? Oh, Rick and Body. Yeah. No, no, he no. didn't. Yeah, he, uh, he just announced that he's not moving on with AEW. He 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 was just on their fucking. Was it Wednesday night then? Yeah, he was on there. He wasn't on. Yeah. he wasn't on Rampage though. And I say it was just Wednesday night. He came out for somebody's match. And fucking announced it. Was sat with them at the announce booth and announced the whole match. It was the women's match. Yeah, it was. A, mm. the, I guess it was the main event, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he was asleep by then. Fuck you, know. <laughs> and then uh, the best friends came out to help or attack Singh, Duff, Lethal. And he just bounced his fucking head off the mat like a basketball. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Chucky e. T's head. Yeah. It looks like it was the shit. And the show went off the air with... With Orange Cassidy being a pussy that he is. Well, hopefully. No, it went off the air with Samoa Joe coming out and oh, trying to get right. to sing. If that's the case, then Chucky should be at home nursing them wounds by now, right? He better be. Could uh, be. Hopefully not see him <coughs> for a while. He's trying to steal Trent's fucking light few, or shine a couple weeks ago. Trying yeah. to shine to give away. The only other thing well, I got, AEW. The only other thing I got AEW-wise for us. Forbidden Door was an instant sellout. Fourteen thousand tickets within sold out on the 15, pre-sale. Yeah, without within pretty much in fifteen minutes. That's, That's crazy. crazy. They put up a Steal my fucking words, motherfucker. <laughs> they put up a disclaimer at ten twenty on Ticketmaster saying due to low inventory or whatever, there's no point for you even to wait in the queue. Damn. Because I got on at like eleven, just being curious. Because, I'm like, I'm going to way too many fucking shows this summer as it is, so. <laughs> but I was just curious to see what they wanted. And, yeah, it was sold out already. Uh, crazy part. Where we sat at the United Center for CM Punk's debut. Sprint in 16th century. Okay. 
Oh, he swanton bombed him. Oh, I'm gonna do it. No, dude, you ain't doing it like this guy does it. He's in a full suit armor. It's oh, we can get it. We can get a full suit no, armor. I ain't fucking joking, bro. I ain't fucking joking either. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where we fucking show him that now you've gotten him braver. We're we're, we're looking at a video of a medieval fucking contest someplace, and somebody in full suit armor climbs on top of a full suit armor horse and does a swanton bond into another guy in a full suit armor, and they both sell the fuck out of it. You're giving him ideas, dog. Pretty sure that was Jeff Hardy taking the job to RVD. Yeah, it was. It's original Rob Van Dam, and and that's uh, RVD looking like one of the young bucks. I mean, uh, Jeff Hardy looking like one of the young bucks. Or the Young Bucks look like Jeff Hardy. What year is this? 1997, my friend. ECW Invasion, dog. Oh. Who the fuck's that guy? Look. Huh? Like, I know that guy. What's that ECW stuff? Hmm? <laughs> look at that. Fuck yeah, Stone Cold. No, uh, where we sat at, at the United Center for CM Punk's debut, they were like $45 tickets. Those exact same seats that people are trying to resell NWO now. Blows. That guy don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> They're trying to sell them for two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, I seen that. I bet that, that dude are... had an NWO shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I got for the main course. So, uh, you guys got your horsemen's oh, ready? I got it. I've been, I do. I've been. We're ready. doing this one member at a time or something, or I don't care how we do. How you guys? Oh wait, do? I knew the clipboard's got marks on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should just do ours all name all four at the same time. That's all. So that way uh, you don't steal one of mine. All right, Ray. Everybody, one, two. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Now, uh, we just want to go through Marks real quick. Go ahead. Uh, He has Seth Rollins, Miro, and the Briscoes. That's a weird one. So he has Rollins as his leader, Miro as his top carter, top mid carter. And then the tag team of the Briscoes. I don't think the Briscoes are the only ones I don't think fit. I get it; they're a tag team. Well, his o- his other dirty and live on a farm. Well, his comment also said it could either be te- FTR, but he didn't want to try to rebuild the Pinnacle because <laughs> I mean because that's, that's what he just about did. Me and Luke were talking about it earlier today, and I'm like, who the hell would you pick? Because it's kind of hard to do this because it's like you're just gonna build the fucking Pinnacle. <laughs> so, I mean. So he has Rollins, Miro, and the Briscoes. So who wants to go next? <clears throat> or I'll, I'll fuck it all to go so you guys can make fun of me. Well, <laughs> so you guys can make fun of me. I don't think, I think Mark's version of the Four Horsemen with the Briscoes is a, one of them WCW deals that the NWO takes that apart after like week fourth. three or four. It's, it's worse than that. It's Impact. You think it's Impact fortune. Four Horsemen? Fortune. <sighs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> That's Actually, mine's gonna be an impact fortune. He's <laughs> fucking gunned his shit, bro. <laughs> you want to go? Go. You can go ahead. I mean, huh? I, I'll go. Okay. I'm gonna go. Randy Orton as my leader. <clears throat> Going Keith Lee as my big man enforcer and tag team. This is where you guys are gonna probably give me shit. But I'm going with the acclaimed. They're workers. They're a good tag team. You give them the opportunity, they're going to be champions, and they can bust some heads. I like the acclaim. I do, too. I Who's like the other the two people? I don't know about four horseman material, but I, I like got the Keith acclaim. Lee as my big man. He's just going to fuck shit up. He don't need to talk. He's just there to beat shit people up. And then he, I got... I don't know. Keith Lee's got to talk, man. He's got to sound smart. No, he should shut the fuck up. He should. 
<laughs> that's why he left WWE, remember? Well, no, that's so what I'm he's going to want to have Keith, mic time. Keith, Keith Lee's my big guy. He's got a lot his, of guys who are going to be trying job, to hog the mic, bro. His, his job, my bigger fan his, of Bearcat. His job's just to beat people up. They're going to be cutting like 35 minutes. And who's your main eventer? Randy Orton. Okay. They're going to be that's cutting like one, 35 minute promo. And actually, so. I thought about this earlier, too. If it's not Randy Orton, I'm making the black four horsemen and Scorpio Sky is my leader. <laughs> well, that's why I was going to call it the woke four horsemen. Woke four horsemen. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's pretty decent. I, I go. I'd watch it. But I don't anything they got going on right now. It's, it'd probably fit AEW TV. Right. That's, that's a type of guy that needs to jump to AEW's. Randy Orton. It's one thing he's never done in his whole fucking career. Plus, plus if I plus well, if I have Randy, tease the fuck out of it all the time. If, if I have Randy, if I have Randy in the acclaimed, Keith don't need to talk. I, well, but Keith's gonna need to talk. <laughs> he don't need to. Talk. That's the thing. He needs to get a haircut too. His job's just go in the ring and beat the fuck out of people, throw them around. I think Randy would be the most one that didn't speak the least out of all of them. To be honest with you, in your group, I think he would be the one who spoke the least amount of my time. But he solidifies the group because he's a 14-time world champion. I guess. I think Ric Flair solidifies the group. That's what it's about. Well, right? I mean, well, Ric Flair's our J.J. Dillon, so he's in all of our groups. <laughs> so and we already got the tie with Randy and Rick. So I guess. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to first uh, go, and I'm going to say, so Ric Flair's making the group, right? Yeah, he's he makes, JJ creates, Dillon, right? creates the group or whatever. So uh, I'm going to have uh, Sammy Guevara be in my group. I told you a couple weeks ago I seen that Ric Flair in him. He got the gold. He's got the fucking the jacket with the fucking fur around the top of it. He's he three-time TNT champion. He's your leader? He's kind of baby Ric Flair right now, to be honest with you. Um, and then uh, and he also probably, when he dresses up and he looks real nice, seen him in the fucking... Uh, got to look good in a suit to be a four-horseman, buddy. <laughs> got to look good. You got to... You gotta, Look like you're a limousine riding jet flying type of individual, not as well as being able to work in the ring. And he looks good in a suit. You know who else looks good in a suit? Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby Lashley would be another real good fit. So, so he's Bobby's the enforcer. enforcer. And then another real good fit would also be Wardlow to a group because he's another guy who looks real good I mean, in a suit. He was part of Pinnacle too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to go with Wardlow. And then I, I don't, you know, it's, I've kind of gone back and forth with who I wanted my last person to be. But I think my last person, I, I think I would end up picking Jay Lethal as my last person to be in the group. Um, and then you could almost do a tag team of Bobby Lashley and Jay Lethal or Bobby Lashley and Wardlow, and then Jay Lethal could be your Tully, and then Sammy's still your Rick. And then I'm going to say Rick Flair takes himself out of the group and puts Arn Anderson in his own place because Rick Flair is going to outshine everybody in your group no matter what. And you're wanting all these guys to be the four horsemen to – to go and do better. And you're going to need someone that's going to be able to cut a good promo to get those guys to the next spot to be able to take the promo and do better. Ric Flair is going to go in there and outshine them all, but Arn can get them to that spot in the promo where they can take it from him and then fucking cut it and then go out to the ring and make it look real good. <laughs> and then Rick's just the fucking mastermind getting wasted partying down in Tampa with Hulk the whole time. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so I'm going to have CM Punk as my leader. Samoa Joe as the enforcer. And Brian Danielson and John Moxley is the tag team. Very grunge, though. Very grunge. That's what <laughs> I said. That's the thing the about the four age. horsemen. You got to look good in a suit, man. 
I'm saying it's a it's a t- t- 2020 version. I thought of... about Cody and the Miz because they always Cody's always wearing a suit everywhere he goes. But I think yeah. that'd be sacrilege to Dusty to put Cody in the Four Horsemen. <laughs> I don't think Dusty'd be about it, even though I think Dusty was a Four Horseman. Wasn't Dusty a Four Horseman? I don't know if you counted or not. But I think he was, was it a cup of coffee, like an honorary I one. Think there was just as many Four Horsemen members as there was in WWE. I think so Dusty was a, over a bigger period of time. I think Dusty was a Four Horseman <laughs> member till the match was over, and then they jumped him afterwards. And <laughs> yeah. they all team up to fight the Russians, and then after their yeah. match got over, they beat him up and broke his arm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And the whole fucking yeah, because they fucking couldn't get out of the ring or whatever. They're in a cage match, <laughs> and fucking they couldn't get out of the ring, and fucking uh, they were actually legit fighting the crowd and shit. They were climbing over the cages and trying to get in there to, to fucking kill him. Rick Flair talks about it on the Stone Cold podcast, which the newest episode of Stone Cold podcast is going to have Cody Rhodes on it. And it's de- it just debuted. It's available now to watch. Yeah, I'll probably watch it tonight. I thought it was going to be tomorrow after the pay-per-view, but if I can watch it tonight, I'll probably nope, watch it's it tonight. A- it's available now. That's cool. So, I think we've made some solid groups. I think mine's the best. <laughs> what, you want me to put the thing up again? I think it's always your best. I think you should. All right. You do realize I won the faction one, right? Yeah, but that was and, biased. And I won the draft one. Tell your friends. <laughs> Who are all wrestling fans. So. <laughs> okay. And overall. I don't even remember who my group was. Overall, if we're talking about ratings wise, I had the best wrestling TV show. I had John Cena. I had Jay Lethal in my group originally, but you picked him. So. So I picked him with Mox. You said. Because they're a current tag team. You said. You said. Punk. All my guys are limousine riding jet flying, man. <laughs> and and be honest with you. Jay Lethal is kind of Ric Flair a little bit, right? So I mean, I'm seeing, I've seen him be Ric Flair before, right? So if I need somebody to drop he's a knee a little, on a, fucking, he's a little macho though. If I need somebody to drop a knee on a coat, oh, you guys didn't even pay attention during that uh, DDT match with uh, Jay Lethal, the DDT kid against Jay Lethal. Shit's gay. Fu- Conan's gay. Shit take. Shit take. What's take that? a shit. Take a shit. Eh? <laughs> Shikata, whatever the fuck his name is. Take a shit. Take a shit. <laughs> take a shit. Take a shit. Uh, I gotta look at it before I can fucking Takashita. pronounce it. Takashita. Take a shit. <laughs> this is America. Anyway, what was happening with him? Uh, Did Jay J- 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 Lethal slapped him and started to try to do the strut or whatever, and he like grabs Lethal and drops him or whatever, and then he gets up and does the Ric Flair strut, hmm. and then Jay Lethal fucks him up after that. I would too. <laughs> so try to steal his gimmick that's a slap in the face at this point yeah I don't know Lethal does a fucking strip better than that dude probably did it I didn't <laughs> I see don't it know. I'll have to go it back was, and watch it it was alright I don't necessarily think you can count that as stealing his gimmick well I mean Ric Flair stole it too so <laughs> it's all gimmick infringement to be honest with you only time they get real mad is when you start talking about sayings and names but when we're talking about wrestling moves and fucking like using the gimmick without saying the name everybody does it without fucking like you think it's, nobody's done that shit yet <laughs> you know what look how many times I did that in 1998 that's fucking look how many times he does it now I'm suing that's my move I own it <laughs> alright we'll move on to high spots of the week <coughs> thing is this is a, such a lackluster fucking week in wrestling that this is we're not even pushing two hours yet for this podcast this Man. will be our shortest one yet it gets like that in the summertime with wrestling it gets boring yeah. Well, that's because people aren't inside watching wrestling. They're outside. It's this time of year. Doing shit. That's why I always skip SummerSlam, to be honest with you. Well, fuck you. I'm going to SummerSlam. (laughs) I'm going to be there. I'm going to see it live. I seen it. You're going to be hot and sweaty. If not, you're going to have a light in your eyes, and you're not going to be able to see shit the whole time. I'm going to be drunk. It's in this football stadium. So? 
And I'm going to going to be shining lights off the fucking goddamn thing at you like they were down I'm at ground. Rumble. Dude, I'm at ground level. They're going to have laser light beams going up the side of the thing like they do at every wrestling show and they're going to be shining lights on the crowd the whole time. You better take your shades. If they're not, I'm going to be okay. pissed. I want a refund from Royal Rumble. Tell them to take <laughs> your sunglasses, bro. I don't have don't. sunglasses. You better buy some at the fucking first dollar store you see in fucking goddamn. I wear glasses, Clint. Nashville, I can't wear Tennessee. normal. I can't wear sunglasses unless they're prescription. You get the glasses and you put them over. You buy bigger glasses to put over. The I'm top not of your being a glasses. fucking eighty year old guy that get walks into the store wearing. Do get it. The clip. Do it. <laughs> no. You got plenty of time to go to fucking. What the fuck's your high spot of the week? And get one. <laughs> Actually, I could have got a pair, but I just opted to get two pairs of glasses in case I broke the one. I got another pair. <sighs> They're like, do you want the insurance? I'm like, no, I got two pairs of fucking glasses. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It's been, like you said, such a lack, lacking fucking wrestling week that I I think some, something that happened on AEW. Maybe. But I, I don't, don't know. know. It could have been Impact. <laughs> Fuck, uh, I don't know. Nah, I'm going to go with uh, Wardlow powerbombing fucking Morrissey. Uh, I thought it was cool. Like you said, you could probably hear the wind off that shit in the arena when he woof woofed Sounds him. It's like one of those turbines out in the uh, middle of nowhere. I feel like Morrissey might have farted when he, when he slammed him because he's never been slammed that hard before. <laughs> he's a big dude. They don't take slams like that. You know what I'm saying? He probably farted when he hit the mount. <laughs> All right. He, wait, probably, he wait, probably made some hey. weird noises like, oh, pal. You know what I mean? Or something when he hit it. Wardlow, plan B, why I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have a little bit pissed his pants at least a little. What's he got like a weird, like he hurt his ribs or something, so he's got him taped up underneath his shit. Did you notice that? Who? Like uh, Wardlow? No, Morrissey had like some weird white waistband around oh. his shit. He's skinny as shit. That's probably trying to keep his pants up. I don't know. It looked like he was on top of his undies. It could have been, I guess, but it looked like he had like you know that wrap. <laughs> He's they do, tall like, and lanky. Like when they're faking, got hurt ribs, and they wrap their shit. Right, right. And I thought that was what it looked like, but maybe it's just his underpants. Bro- broke his pelvic underpants. <laughs> yeah, that power bomb was a shit though. I thought I thought the whole match was a shit really. Uh the week before that when fucking that motherfucker did that head scissors, I about shit my pants. <laughs> oh Wardlow? Yeah. Week before that he got a good ass promo. He's fucking giving me Mike Awesome vibes and shit, but a little <laughs> bit more athletic, which is cool. So he better not get too much more like beefy or he ain't gonna be able to do all that shit. And they're gonna be trying to say he's Brian Cage. <laughs> he probably shouldn't be doing all that shit. He's big enough not to. All right, Dick, what's your high spot? I'm um, just. It should have been Bobby Fish winning, but <laughs> Bobby Fish didn't win, my man. So Jeff Hardy going on then? Your no, no, no. I thought about that being mine for a minute. You say I remember just say Bobby Bobby Fish's mustache. I remember <laughs> that I don't like Jeff Hardy, so I changed my mind. It was, it was sad looking. It was broke my heart. You know broke what is cool though? Fish. That well, it, I don't want to steal your high spot, and I might be, but go ahead because I should have said earlier. Blackpool Combat Club. Is okay. Not. When he gave Jeff Hardy the fucking his move off the top rope, I thought Jeff Hardy was gonna get broken and shit. Yeah, and dude, it was sick. It was cool looking. Yeah, he didn't get any offense. The whole fucking Jeff Hardy didn't. Bobby Fish got enough. Off, for like he got enough minutes. offense to win, and then a right. fucking whisper in the wind and fucking. That's enough offense swanton. to win. It was sad. Can I swanton? Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Will you teach me how to swanton? You know what's weird? Broken Brawler was on the radio yesterday. Who? Broken Brawler. Oh really? It was on the radio yesterday. He was talking nonsense. Did you know that was Colt Cabana, the Broken Brawler on the Young. Oh, you haven't watched it yet. So uh, on Young Rock this week, oh, the Broken Brawlers on there. Colt, Cabana. Colt Cabana. That's hilarious. I know there's a shitload of wrestlers on there. I read that, but uh, so uh, 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 you got me off. Oh, listen to the radio and shit. We did the fucking jobber shit last week. It was just really weird. It's like all fucking <laughs> like they're listening to us. Uh, they're fucking got Brooklyn Brawler on the fucking radio, but he's talking. He's an older guy. He's talking in nonsense. He's gonna be at run with the WrestleCon, signing autographs or whatever. 
And then uh, you were asking him about who his favorite guys are. He's like, oh, The Undertaker. He's like, he's always been one of my favorites. You know, I'd love to be on his podcast someday. That podcast he's got, it's really great. It hasn't even came out yet. <laughs> it hasn't came out yet. Not at all. He's, he's going to be on. He's getting them trunk copies. He's going to be on the WWE Network when it does like Steve Austin's. I would imagine Stone Cold's contracts are running out and Undertaker's contracts are running in. Think we'll get like a ENC version of Undertaker shit too? No, don't do that. But it'll be Edge, Undertaker, and Kane. Have you seen Kane? Speaking of that, yeah, he's swole. Jesus DDP, Christ! The ain't nobody fucking with Mary Kane. <laughs> he came out and was like, "Thank you, DDP, for DDP yoga." I've seen him like, doing damn, the fucking snake arm thing like this 58 together. Fifty-eight, look and feel oh, great. Jesus Christ, Kane! I'm scared. He's probably doing them fucking one things though, because you know you you can't you don't got to worry about the fucking WWE testing <laughs> and shit. And you know it's Mary. What who gonna call him out? Uh, so you're talking about the picture of uh, Kane. Oh yeah, yeah. thanks to DDP yoga and. Fucking lifting weights like yeah. a beast. I came looking He's like a monster. Look like me. Um, kick your ass. Kind of looks like Bill Paxton. Maranox County, motherfucker. Kind of looks like Bill Paxton a little bit. Though, <laughs> Game over, man. Nobody wants to debate him. Those could walk on stage and give you Tombstone. That's well, that's stealing from The Undertaker as well. Well, sh- I mean, well shit happens. <laughs> it's his brother. little brother. He can do that. Hey, stealing. It's my brother. <laughs> All right. My high spot of the week is uh, Gun Club. Papa let his scissors. <laughs> hey, so. you want to know what's fucked up? So the Heart Foundation's in the ring right now, and everyone's dead except for Brett. Um, two, Unfortunately, yes. Two, three weeks before this, Owen comes out, and they all get on their knees. And actually, Brian comes out first, and he gets on his knees, and he says he's changed his ways, and he's a godly man. He wants to say a prayer for Brett Hart. And he has Owen come out, and he has Davey come out, and they're all saying prayers for Brett. Oh, Please save Brett's soul and all this other bullshit. And fucking then Stone Cold comes out and they all fucking tax him while they run out of the ring. And Stone Cold says, you better pray to God or Bret Hart or somebody to save all three of your souls. And they're all dead, dude. Oof. I mean, at the time, you wouldn't think that. But looking back on it now, it's like, ooh, in like the next three years, all three of them guys are, well, not three of them, but, you know, two of them are dead. And by 2000, Davey was dead. Fucked up, ain't it? <laughs> and then Jim, you know, he died just a few years ago, but still, ain't that weird? He said that shit, and then, like... Yeah, you're freaking Now that I've seen the future, and I go back and watch this shit, it's weird how much shit gets said, and then later on, like, way down the road, it's like, what the fuck? It's it's almost like Simpsons telling the future, to be honest with you, some of the wrestling shit I see every once in a while, especially when they're cutting promos. Weird, man. Really weird. History always repeats itself, so, I mean, like, circles Uh, and... I don't know, man. There ain't gonna be another... (laughs) There'll never be another Steve Austin, so that, that history won't repeat, but... I mean, come on. There won't never be a free mic given in WWE never again to every single wrestler. No, I bet you there will. Not to every single wrestler. Only the ones that can do it. That's how you could find out whether they could do it back in the day or not, was to give them a free mic in front of a live crowd and let them go. And now they don't give them a chance to do that. No, they don't need an NXT either. (laughs) So that Swerve Scott, if everybody hasn't listened to Jericho's podcast this week, it's got Swerve Scott on there, and he went through the process of how... It works between NXT and the main roster as far as promos go and almost broke it completely down to well, about I mean, 15 people that you Swerve, go through before you can even get your promo out. Swerve Strickland. Um, but he, in, in uh, whatever, when he, <laughs> whatever. Got, <laughs> when he got fucking uh, close to Triple H down in NXT or whatever and they started finally trusting him enough to do promos on his own or whatever, the hit row bullshit and all that, 
um triple h was like oh just he came in one day and was like uh i want to see you do a promo without the script and he cut the promo without the script and he's fucking he goes take the script away from him and let him play around for a little bit and him and terry taylor he said sat in there and played around for a while and then he said he came in the next week with different colored hair fucking platinum teeth a whole nother outfit and all that and terry taylor was like what what what's going on type of shit you know <laughs> And he just started cutting promos on motherfuckers. And then ever since then, they let him go. And then when they did their Hit Row song, they talk about selling drugs on there. And it's not, it's kind of a, I mean, I ain't, none of them are probably gangsters in real life, but they talk about some gangster shit on there. And the, if you know the words they're saying, it's probably, it's not like the best words you could be saying on regular cable TV, but they're saying them in slang words, so it ain't like they're saying an actual bad word. <laughs> and they wrapped it, he said, six times for WWE, and they said, no, don't worry about it. You can go ahead and do it on TV. And they're like, are you sure? <laughs> and so they did it once on live TV, and then press came back that all these words were in it and shit, and they're like, oh, and then we got in all kinds of trouble for it after that. So they let us record it, put it out so people could get it that way, and then we had to dumb it down for, for TV and all that and shit, but... But uh, he said you got to go through like 30 people before you can even get a promo out on the main roster. And he said everybody's on eggshells scared as fuck because they don't want to ask the dude above him about the promo and all this, especially if there's one, even one little thing that needs to be changed. It's fucking goddamn, sounds like a fucking boot camp around that motherfucking, uh, like... It's a well-oiled machine. Iron fucking fist type shit to where well, motherfuckers are even too scared to ask a question to change the fucking syllable and shit. <laughs> right, so if you guys are a fan of the, what the fuck's going on now? Heard sirens and shit. This motherfucker calling. That's a little strange. All right. Well, if you guys are a fan of the show, uh, you know where to find us through the bumpers in the show. Tells you everywhere we're available. We will see all you guys next week.